you've sifted through all the trash in your podcast feed to uncover this gem. Much like hurriedly visiting the local video rental store to realise that there's still one copy of Doppelganger left and tonight, a glorious night, you and your friend will get to see Drew Barrymore's boobs. Praise be. It's Nostalgiatron. Very good. Very good. Got it out. Yeah, it, it seemed like you're struggling a little bit, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Which is weird, because it's just reading off a piece of paper. Or your Laser phone. focus. Welcome back. I'm your host, Mike. And I'm Owen. And once again this week, we are sponsored by the following... Sponsored by playerclothing.com, retro-inspired clothing, and on the retro theme, also retroshell.com, which is classic protection for your classic video games. Very nice. Selling like hotcakes. They are selling like hotcakes, yeah. Um, okay, so what are we actually going to call this episode then? Because yeah, there's been some toing and throwing. This is a good question. Um, kind of, well, the idea is films. Not but movies. Films, but not films. because we're not Films, but not films. So, yeah, it's... We it, said earlier, didn't we, like the ritual around watching films. Yeah, I think that we definitely want to tackle films in more detail because, again, we have a shared passion for many of the classic films, which I think we'd like to revisit and just kind of see what, see, see what they're all about, see if they're still relevant. So that's something we're thinking about for future episodes. Yeah, maybe changing up the format a little bit so it'll be more like a reviews thing. I don't know. But yeah, we'll watch, we'll watch some films. Yeah. So yeah, but we wanted to cover off films in general because it's just a cool subject, but try not to be too specific about individual films. Or I find myself saying movies more these days, which yeah, is annoying. Yeah, I do. It must just be from reading on websites. Because it's American. I don't think I ever said movies when I was a kid. No, Surely definitely. Not. It was always a film. Yeah, and this yeah. is how you know where the... Not the movie pictures. No. The moving pictures. Did yeah. you ever say the pictures? I think I used to Going say to the, the pictures. pictures. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The moving pictures. <laughs> so weird. So weird. But <laughs> Going to the pictures. Yeah, I mean, the thing, the thing is that I think that we um, wanted to see more about the ritual of a film, I guess, because we live in a day and age now where if you can't watch what you want to watch within 30 seconds on any device, then you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. And this is just such, becomes such the way the world is now because everyone has a smartphone everyone has electronic devices and but films back in the day was absolutely very different it Hard was to obtain in some places i think impossible to obtain in 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 some films at all yeah like on the day of a release of a film you have to get down to the your video store quite quickly well you? i mean video store in itself is is, is a discussion yeah. but the fact that we we're talking about a time where you had five channels. We had five channel. We had four channels to begin with, in that in the eighties, and then a fifth channel was added, which was a big fucking deal. Yeah, when did that get added? Channel five, like ninety four or something like that. Yeah, ninety four, ninety five. I, I think. Imagine that now. It's having four channels. That's four channels, and then obviously everything was scheduled broadcasting. The only video on demand would have been when we record something off the video, and then if you wanted to 
skip forward to one hour and 47 minutes. You're going to have to sit there and fast forward it for one hour and 47 minutes. Yeah, and hope your the VCR that you've got is advanced enough where it actually has the numbers appearing on the little screen. And the, yeah, the yeah. Instead of the, remember the ones with the old counters, the, the four-digit counters that used to just spin yeah, round? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw my old tape players used to have like literal yeah. manual counters. And you'd have to manually reset it. Reset it each in, time, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've, I'm pretty sure. But anyway... Kind of going off on a bit of a tangent. Kind of right? tangent in the first three minutes of the podcast. Yeah, but um, but absolutely, uh, like the whole ritual of it, um, both the, going to the cinema, home films, the way that TV, even devices that it was played on. We just touched upon the trusty VHS, which was the format of the staple format, winning the war against Betamax. Betamax, yeah. Which apparently was a better. Do you know anyone with a Betamax? No, I don't think I ever saw a Betamax, but that was Sony, I think, wasn't it? Betamax. Yeah. They kind of, yeah. They Apparently it's a better resolution, better sound, but I don't know. I think it maybe it's more expensive and that's why it didn't take off. Yeah, it was it was all around better apparently, but I didn't know anyone that had one. But it kind of lost no. the war massively because you wouldn't go... I don't even think that a video store had a Betamax section in it. No, I mean, not that I know of. I don't know, maybe it's earlier than what we were... I don't know, yeah. Because I feel like... You had things like 8-track as well in music, didn't you? I don't remember and, ever seeing an 8-track. Yeah, I hear people talking about it, but I don't think I've I ever think that was a 70s one. thing. Yeah, I think that was much earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, like, so, yeah, anyway, back to <laughs> why we're talking about films. It's just kind of, it was such an event. A film was an actual event because you couldn't just put it on five minutes. Like, oh, fuck this. This is rubbish. I'm going to put something else on. You would literally... If it's you've whole, gone to obtain a video... It's a whole process, isn't it? It is a fucking process. It can involve like actually physically moving from one part of the, the town that you're in to another. Oh, yeah, for, for sure. Like, if I guess we're going to start on video shops then. Because, yeah, I mean, my you'd have... If you were lucky, on a Friday night, you'd have a film on one of the four channels. Yeah. If you were lucky. Channel 5 was quite good because they then did a film every night and then, like later and more digital tv but that's probably the thousands now and this so is going to really relevant uh, what do you reckon the, the uh the time span was between a film coming out at the cinema and a film coming out oh, on tv three or four years yeah yeah three or four years and depending like remember the cinema in wellingarn city it used to get films probably about campus west the campus west used to get films probably four years after other cinemas it used to be <laughs> yeah. like the slow i remember it was still showing star wars the og one in like 1985 everyone knew who uh, luke's father was and the not if you lived in wellington city, city. Yeah. <laughs> no because the fucking cinema was sh- i think i went once to that cinema i don't think I, ever went. I never went there because yeah anyway Jesus. Third tangent. Video rental stores were well, yeah, it was a video rental store and Did you have a blockbuster or was it an independent one you had first? We had the local convenience store, shout out to Mardley Stores, had a video section around the back of it. So right, I yeah, could yeah. walk there to get it and they had a pretty good selection. It was a bit like a I don't know, imagine a, a kind of a walk in small walk in closet. It used to be this kind of storage area at the back of the shop that they converted into like a, a video and you'd just have walls of videos. Yeah, yeah. And the gangster move was in like 1994, they in, installed a Street Fighter 2 machine in there. Oh, really? In your local... That's why I'm such a gangster at Street Fighter 2 because I used to play that every day after school. I used to put 20p in there that, that and I would like, complete um... it with every character. No, <laughs> and there'd be proper like arcade battles going on as well. well this is really rare even in like the uk at that time you wouldn't get arcade machines in no the local but general i was like i was pretty good at street fighter too. and basically i used to like all comers would and then i remember one day 
Uh, then remember one day, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Siri. Um, then I remember one day that I, a friend of a friend, this was like was but like was supposed to be really good at Street Fighter Two, yeah. and everyone knew that I was really good at Street Fighter Two. So it's absolutely nothing to do with movies. Well, they did make Street Fighter Two the movie, so film. Um, and we went to Roller City, and it was a fucking big event because they're like. I was going to play Bennett Street Fighter today. And it was kind of like, well, probably... Do you about, feel like you made this up to be a bigger thing in your head yeah, than what it yeah, actually was? Sure, I don't think anyone mentioned. No, but it was actually... No one else gave shit. There was, there, was, there was probably about 10 people watching us play. Was there? Yeah, because Roller Ski on a Friday night was a fucking the place to be. I've never went. In the oh, same well. Campus West, bizarrely, that we talked about. I once, yeah. Oh, I went to Roller City every single week. This is a... Roller skating rink, isn't it? It's a roller skating rink, yeah, where the same cinema was actually in Willing City. But... Yeah, this was a this was an event. Me playing Ben, Ben, Ben. Shout out to Ben. He was a few years older than me as well. Yeah, I won. Um, That's all I have to say on the subject. I won. I wonder, like, actually, and how good I you was were playing then. as Blanca, and no one as good plays Blanca. This is a like podcast maybe, about films. <laughs> you know, maybe you're a big fish in a little pond, though. Do you reckon, like, oh, uh, I, no, I was fucking good. What kind of like level do you reckon you were? Like, I was one of the best in the country. How do you know? Well, because I ended a tournament in the Trocadero Centre and came second. <laughs> That represents the whole of the UK. Well, it was a kind of like a proper organised, a proper organised event. Was it? Yeah. Why did you then go on to? No, I got go beaten by some competition. Or I'm not sure where he was from, but he was definitely of Asian heritage. Oh yeah, no chance then. No chance, and he played crossover. What's that? Well, you been to use the joystick, which should be used with your left hand. He was using his right hand and using the buttons on his left hand, and his hands were crossed over. Doing Why is he like, doing that? I don't know, but he kicked my ass and it was fucking not cool. So yeah, movies. So films, yeah. So we, we used to have <laughs> to... Um, Every time we say movies, someone has to do a shot somewhere and listen to this. Yeah, yeah. we're trying to it's make punishment. sure that we are preserving the British language, the English yeah. language, as opposed to the American language, which is movies. But, um, but yeah, so Marty Stores <laughs> used to have a video section at the back and... I used to kind of almost know by heart because I used to be so often in there playing Street Fighter. I used to know literally off by heart what films they had. Yeah. Because How I'd, often do you reckon they uh, updated their... They were pretty good. They also had rental video games in there. Like I could borrow, like rent a Mega Drive game out from in, from in there. And they had like a couple of Japanese games. Where did they get this stuff from? I have from? no idea, but I didn't, wasn't so interested in the sourcing of these products. But I do remember... <laughs> but I did, always wanted to know how much a rental video would have cost at like... Yeah. These places. I think it was like, I think he told me it was about 100 quid. Really? To buy the rental master copy. But, but there's anyway. no like actual physical difference. The technology is that the same. It's just a videotape. It's was just, it? it was just a videotape. Yeah, yeah. Just a videotape, which like, if, but anyway. I, so, I guess at that point, if you were renting a video, it's because you couldn't yet buy it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, you could buy it. to rent before um, it's to, to, to buy it yeah. came out again a couple of years after it came out in this, like yeah. we used to get films that were shown in America one year and wouldn't take two years to come over yeah yeah like you'd get like you'd hear about this hype for a film and again I was never really deep into the kind of culture of, of films so I wasn't really no you wouldn't know about it would you I wouldn't know like what films were coming out it used to be pretty no. much a surprise until a couple of weeks before that a film was coming out when you're out. eight years old you're not subscribing to like Uncut Magazine or whatever it's... no or even browsing websites or anything like that no. or like access and social media so it was a films were films were a pretty big deal and um, but yeah, Marley stores where we used to rent the films from we used to have a. Um, I'd probably estimate two hundred. That's a pretty of big catalogue of films, yeah. and they used to go down. I think it used to be three fifty a night, 
three fifty. That sounds about right, yeah. Three fifty a night, and then they used to have like a box behind the counter with like a a, a filing system <laughs> of all like little cards with yeah, everyone's yeah. name, and then they'd write down on this like piece of card under your account which film you had and then whether you brought it back or not. It sounds so quaint and ridiculous now. It, it sounds so ridiculous now. Yeah. But yeah, that was, that was, and occasionally, I'm not sure if we, yeah, I think maybe I, I managed to borrow films from the library at one point. Yeah, My mum was, I like, used to work there on a Saturday, so I used to kind of get left there for yeah, a few I hours. Yeah, I think you could like rent like a music cassette as well from the library. Yeah, I think if you could. If you could afford the one <laughs> Yeah, you could. They're like a, this really good resource. I mean, I'm a bit pro-library because my mum is a, is a librarian. But, and I used to be done there for like, like I say, four or five hours every fucking Saturday. But I used to be loving it in there. Yeah. Looking at books and I used to have a stamp collection and used to value. <laughs> I used to spend hours looking at the price of most of the stamps I own and writing them down on a list. <laughs> so I knew how much my stamp collection was worth based on the valuation guide. That makes sense. You're kind of into collecting stuff now yeah, as well. So, some yeah, some of them were worth like 40 quid. I mean, God, I've still got this stamp collection. Did you have a penny black? Isn't that like a really no, expensive one? No, I did want one. I did want one, of yeah. course. But no, I don't think it's that expensive. I, I saw one for sale for like three quid ones. What, a penny black? Yeah. Because they're, well, they're, they're, so they're, they're not that expensive. Oh. I mean, I'm not a master of stamps anymore. Not, it wasn't at the time either. <laughs> a master of stamps. I don't know where I used to get these stamps from. Anyway, this is definitely not talking about stamps. <laughs> Why are we talking about stamps? <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So, Marty Stores. Uh, Marty Stores used to have a great selection and um, we were allowed because I knew the owner, to take out 18-rated films because oh, really? I think at one stage, no, it can't have been right. I think at some stage when I was up 14, some my they did, we didn't really have any controls over what I could and couldn't watch. I don't think my parents were like, oh, nope, parent, in terms you of have parents. to be 18 years old to watch that. Cause I, remember, nah, I don't think my mum and dad ever nah, they really didn't, did. They, didn't give, a, they nah. didn't give a fuck. Like, nah. we, like, and it, every New Year's Eve, we used to have a tradition like I'd go over to Giz's house and my parents would go over to Giz's house as well. And uh, <laughs> really? like, like, yeah. And, and like the kids would all be together, Giz and his brother and his sister and me and my brother. And we'd have like this room to ourselves and we were allowed to rent a video on New Year's Eve and we could get whatever. And obviously we yeah. were the oldest two, me and Giz and the other, like his younger brother's like six, seven years younger. Yeah. And we were, I'm thinking maybe we went to bed before the, the film. It'd be quite an event, right? Just think about this now. Watching a film on a cassette with a friend because before that point like for all of your life maybe let's say like eight nine years you've only ever watched a film with members of your family yeah. <laughs> it's quite yeah, it really i mean it really it was films were absolute events i mean it was just like there's no two ways about it and i don't necessarily ever thinking that was a shit film no there'd be good films and great films but i never when i was a kid like oh that film was really bad now i'm an absolute snob yeah, I like guess if it hasn't like, got over six star review on IMDb, I'm not even going to give no. it. A, it's not going to get past the gatekeeper. I think like um, every film you watched, you'd, you'd enjoy it. But then there'd be obviously the, the films that you really liked, I guess, are the ones that you watched yeah. more than once. Yeah. The, well, I mean, there was definitely, I feel this could be like a five hour podcast already. Let's not talk about the films. That's because, the, the yeah, but even still, them. like the, the whole process was such, an, such, an, such a such a exciting part of my life. I think yeah. films were about like as good as it got because bear in mind you had fucking tv commercials every 15 minutes yeah yeah for on itv and bbc used to be shit at kind of coming up film channel 4 used to be the probably the one that used to be there yeah kind of most progressive that in would terms be, of films. i guess like a little bit later right 
Yeah. Like, not later in terms of the daytime, like in, later in terms yeah, of the Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, ITV, uh, Channel 4 came pretty cool later on in yeah. growing and up. Yeah, and I feel like they'd always show them quite late at night as well. Yeah, often past my bedtime. Yeah. Literally yeah. past my bedtime. So it was actually genuinely exciting knowing that you was going to be going to Blockbuster or your local video store oh, to go and get a... So exciting. And my parents used to be... You wouldn't necessarily know what you was going to be getting either. No, my parents used to be pretty good about... But we'd, I think there would be times definitely where we'd have like a family movie night. Like we'd get yeah. a video of the latest release and we'd all watch it. I don't... I think I only remember us going to the cinema a couple of times, but... Yeah, it was a... Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, it was quite a rare thing to go to the cinema, for sure. It was a really rare thing to go to the cinema. But so yeah, you used to go in, you used to rent the video that was... You take the, you take the video case to the guy at the front of the, the shop. Yeah, the empty case, yeah. The empty case. He would then go through his filing cabinet of cases to find the film, and then he'd go in. You'd never get to take the box home, the proper box. No, 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 the Just, one with the picture on it. Yeah, yeah, the one with the picture. So you used to get these kind of like cases, didn't yeah. you, the, the generic How cases. How many times do you reckon you chose a film when you was left to choose your own film? How many times do you choose a film based on the image on the front? Oh, the picture? <laughs> like, like 99 times yeah. out of 100. Yeah, definitely. 99 times out of 100. But we only really needed this video shop, so I didn't really go to Blockbusters until quite a bit later. No, I mean, either. We, had, we went to the... Um, the video shop in Old Welling, so not that far from where you was getting your videos, I guess. Oh, really? Um, and that was like an independent one there, yeah. Yeah. That's the time, we spoke in a previous episode, the first time I ever saw like a laser disc was in, in the video shop. I guess they like rented out music and stuff as well. Yeah. And they, oh, they had films on laser disc as well, didn't they? Before. Yeah, they had films DVDs, on laser disc. Like big, They're like 12-inch I've got a laser disc player. Behind you, yeah, that, that, that one that's also like a, a pioneer, I forget what it's called. I've ne- I don't, I'm not sure if it works, but it's got like a Sega Mega Drive built into it. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty badass bit of retro tech. Sorry for those of you, when you went- everyone's listening, so <laughs> not seeing what we're talking about, but I've got this. When you went to the, the video store, oh, I guess that one wouldn't have snacks. That would have been later at Blockbuster, right? Yeah, no, well, the video store, with, we at Mardi Stores was a convenience store, oh, a convenience so it had store, everything really? in it, which made it even better. So, But again, oh, we God, wouldn't yeah. necessarily get snacks when we were... We wouldn't like, pick up a packet of poppets. popcorn. Poppets. Yeah, yeah. They used to have that horrible tasting coffee one inside them. Yeah, or Revels. Oh, Poppets were nice, actually. The Poppets were the little... Can, I think they had different uh, flavours of Poppets. There's a caramel one. Yeah. Oh, God, that was the best. Mm. It's caramel Poppets in that cardboard box. Yeah, it's either that or Revels, I think I'd get. Oh, really? Mm. Spoil little Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Swimming in chocolate. Lucky, I used to be lucky that I had a, uh, lucky that I had a film. But actually, I, I do recall, like, I, I, my parents were... I wouldn't say they were, like... Generous parents, <laughs> particularly compared to yours. Misers. No, not at all misers, but like, I kind of used to have to sing for, literally not sing for my supper, literally, but I used to, like, like things weren't given out frivolously in, in my upbringing. Yeah. Presents, money, all these things were very carefully controlled. I think my parents kind of worked quite hard to get to where we lived. And so when you rented a video, would it be... Because you'd have different categories. You'd but have they like were the quite 350, good. the 250 or the 150. That's it, yeah. But they were quite good about films. I don't remember oh, really? ever like not being in a position where I just couldn't get a film that I wanted to watch. So it always used to be yes. Like well, I guess it's, like, yes. it's not like buying you like a Star Wars figure. They're actually going to get sank out of it themselves if, they, if you rent out a film. Yeah, but I don't know if, I'm not sure if they ever watched it. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. I can't just the odd family much. night when you just the odd family it. night, yeah. Um, what, yeah. Type, what type of film? If, you, if your family sat down to watch a film together... What type, like genre of film, do you reckon you'd be most likely to watch? 
I remember watching Howard the Duck. <laughs> like a romance. Like a... And I absolutely Howard loved it. Remember that film, Howard the Duck? It Wasn't was that actually... George Lucas? Yes. Yeah. yeah, Howard the Duck. And it's probably voted as one of the worst films on IMDb. <laughs> but I really? fucking loved it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. And I mean, like, when you're a kid, you, you can't like discern between a good and a bad actor. No. Or a, but a poor script or whatever, can you? No, you just, it's just an it's it's got just talking duck in it. So yeah, I, mean, I remember watching that. Um, but my parents, yeah, actually, I think my parents were, up until the age of 14, really strict about what I could watch. Yeah, yeah. But after 14, I think it just, but I mean, I probably wouldn't, but like I remember so a couple of my friends used to be more prolific renters maybe that's why i have a memory of seeing lots of new films i remember watching die hard when i was like 13 at, yeah at my friend's house no better been about 11 oh, at my friend's out. house and it was an 18 and i was just like i felt so grown up and gangster <laughs> and that's ba- the first like 18 rated film you saw yes one that hadn't been like I told you on a previous episode, my mum and dad literally edited out the bit of the Raiders of the Lost Ark by pausing the recording when everyone melts <laughs> and the Nazis all melt. They literally edited it out themselves. And for many years, I watched, Raiders, I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark having no clue about what happened at the end. Because but what appeared when the they melted No, they just paused it. Oh, they just paused it. They didn't actually yeah, overwrite it. No. <laughs> You're like mum and dad reenacting the scene. Acting the scene. (laughs) You know, like, yeah, I mean, well, also, like, I made some films myself. I told my mum and dad having that camcorder (laughs) things from a Mortal Kombat film. You you wouldn't sit around on a family night and watch your Mortal Kombat film? (laughs) No, because it's about six minutes long. (laughs) It would be very disappointing. But the, um, but yeah, that, so... Like video, video cassettes were just an integral part of my life. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, watch Die Hard. Like this is just, I, I don't think I've been more. You could not drag me away from this film. I was in, absolutely engrossed with the violence. Yeah, and everything. And then like, yeah. So that would probably be my first ever eighteen rated film. I think the first time, I don't know, actually, so Gremlins wouldn't be. I was about maybe not Gremlins. I reckon the first time I ever rented an eighteen film. I kind of hinted about this in here in the introduction. It's when me and Ben uh, went with my mum to go and get a film. Because I think my mum and dad were going to go out. So Ben was staying over at mine. And we must have been, I don't know, 15 at the time. So my friend Ben Griffin was staying over. He was going to the video store. Took my mum with us so that we could get an 18 out. And, yeah, um, you'd have to take your mum with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's fuck. I don't know what my mum thought. It's weird though, isn't it? Because it's like... An adult wouldn't do that for alcohol (laughs) (laughs) at all, or cigarettes, or anything else of required age. But an adult would quite happily take you in and expose you to like absolutely horrific violence and gore. Well, I wonder what my mum thought that me and Ben were doing when they went out for like dinner and left us there with the the video that we rented. Because like basically, we'd look at all the films and say, right, okay, even needs to have Erica Eleniak or like Pamela Anderson. Or who else would it be? Like Drew Barrymore. Uh, any, any of these women, basically. She's got to scowl all the covers to try and find someone who looked a little bit like that, at least. Um, and then we rented out this doppelganger film, which is a horror film with Drew Barrymore in it. Doppelganger. But, um, I don't even like, heard of this. So my mum must be thinking, like, okay, these two teenage boys sitting at home watching like borderline soft porn films together. <laughs> And they've also bought a, a packet of biscuits with them for some reason. That's fucking weird. <laughs> You're playing soggy biscuit, were you? <laughs> no, we but yeah, so we'd like rent out a film based on like which starlet was in at the time. 
I remember yeah, like doppelganger was awful. But basically, so there's Drew Barrymore and she had like an evil twin. So one of them was quite sweet and innocent, and the other one was a bit of a slut. But then she turned into like this horrible monster and killed men. Like, Are there though the classic '80s horror films? Again, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I've, I, this is why we need to revisit this because there's so like instantly there's a hundred films I want to talk about where these. <laughs> yeah. Where they had this kind of really bad villain, remember like Leprechaun and stuff like that. They'd be like this psychopathic yeah. Leprechaun. Like even now, things like Child Play, anything with like a little puppet or like or some kind of, of little monster thing. from outer space. But yeah, Critters. I, mean, I never really saw Critters was a good one. I saw that until recently, actually, and when the phenomena. You know, <laughs> right. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, that hasn't aged well. But it was quite funny. It's quite funny. They're so cheesily made now. They're kind of almost funny because they were high production value cheesy, cheesy films. But yeah, yeah. I, I, so yeah, what did happen with the oh, we just Ganger? watch it and they'd be like, oh, imagine no, no I'm going to spin that. No, yeah, we just watch it. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, basically pillows, films. pillows on the lap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's going to pop off to the toilet for five or ten minutes, Ben. <laughs> Come on, funny stomach. Do you need to shit again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Um, but yeah, but I, 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 I've definitely like thinking about access to eighty million films. Yeah, I definitely had friends whose parents were a lot more liberal with mm. this being allowed. Like Die Hard was probably the first. I think I'm probably about eleven when I saw that, and I was like, oh my god. Wow. Well, yeah. That's. Yeah. I don't think I saw an 18 film until I was a bit old. Oh, yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? Like, you yeah. really wouldn't, like, it would be quite a big deal to see an 18 rated film. I think all I saw once, I remember my dad had, like, obviously rented or acquired a copy of uh, Aliens. Hmm. Um, and he was obviously really into it. I reckon he'd watch it a couple of times. And he was, like, really excited about this. He wanted to, like, tell someone about it. So he said to me, he said, Mike, Mike, I was watching this film Aliens. It's amazing, but I don't think you can watch it because it's a bit violent. But like, I'll show you 10 minutes and you can let me know how it is. Like, I remember him putting this on and I was just like, no, what am I seeing? Yeah. Turn it off. Because yeah. it's terrifying. You, you forget you, you'd get like genuinely scared oh, yeah. as a kid. Like I, feel, I had films that fucked me up proper. <laughs> yeah. Like really. I had a friend, like my mom, one of my mum's friends and they used to have like a son and a daughter who were kind of similar to me and my brother and, and, and my mum's best friend. And I remember going around there once and he was like, Look, I think I was about 11 hours. This is probably, this is probably before Die Hard. Mm. My first exposure to a film was American Werewolf in London. Oh, that's weird. Fuck reckon... my life. This fucked me up. This I reckon film. for me, maybe that was one of an early ones as well. Yeah. It was fucking horrific. Like I have nightmares. <laughs> yeah. I've had nightmares for such a long time. You are like actually scared, aren't you? When you're watching these films. I was genuinely convinced that a werewolf was going <laughs> to kill me. I thought, but like I was thinking, well, the odds of it are pretty limited, but I re- reckon that I'm going to get selected to be in it. I could just imagine this werewolf running up my road and just jumping through my window. And I was fucking scared because when you're that age you also like, has that double nightmare inside it where he kind of wakes up yeah, yeah, in the yeah. hospital and you're like oh he's waking up in the hospital <laughs> and then fucking his thing comes and starts stabbing the hell out of him through the window <laughs> and then he wakes up again how are you ever supposed to know oh, if it's a dream or not yeah it's a dream inside a dream <laughs> and like even the image of Freddy Krueger would scare the fuck out of me <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Totally. So the thing is, like, when you're watching a film, it doesn't matter what the effects are like. Because when you're that age, you, I reckon your brain makes up about ninety percent of what's happening anyway. Like, your imagination Absolute. just carries fucking, you away, isn't it? Oh my god, Fred, like, I <laughs> just the appearance of that horrible, scarred, wrinkly face. I think like one of my friend's mums had to console me after watching, like, <laughs> after introducing me to the first five minutes, where there's a little girl drawing on chalk on a pavement. <laughs> 
Or he's walking, and as I'm always walking down the alleyway, and his arms are super long. And oh, yeah. I just saw that, and I was just what so fucking fuck? scared. <laughs> like, literally. And that, that was one time, and my friend's mum had to, like, twice had to be consoled by a friend's <laughs> mum after watching something traumatic. <laughs> First time that happened. I think it was Freddy Krueger and I only saw like three minutes of it and this thing, like I was traumatised. <laughs> the second time, I went around Alan's house, my friend Alan Cowland, and they were watching House 3 and yeah. I never, I think after my, I'd been exposed to American, no, I don't think, I, I think maybe this was possibly my first exposure. Again, it's all around 10, 11 time. Went around there. The first thing that happens, like there's this, like there's two cops that are going after this girl that's been held hostage, like a little baby, like cute little girl was by this maniacal <laughs> serial killer guy. Yeah. And like in the first five minutes, he's like, they split up to try and get to this guy on the roof. And then one of them's kind of going up this kind of classic kind of metal industrial staircase. And then his fucking mate just got, just got uh, swings down. He's got both his arms and legs cut oh, off. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then he gets upstairs and he's like, bad acting serial killer's got this little girl by the, by the, the neck with a blade to her, a fucking knife to her neck. And he's like, don't touch a girl. And he basically cuts the girl's head off, throws it to him. And then the girl's eyes open. And I think I started crying. <laughs> I literally think I was dying. Well, the thing is, you would not even conceive of these things when you were a kid, unless you saw it in a film, would you? No. So you never even thought that head could be oh, cut off and thrown. No, and the blood. I literally started crying. So weak. I don't think I ever found them that scary. But like, I remember, like um, one Halloween. I think, I think I must have been very young, maybe like seven years old. And my, my brother's four years older than me. And his friend, our next door neighbor, was the same age. And he also had a, a brother who was my age. So they invited us around one Halloween. Um, and it was probably only about like five o'clock in the afternoon. So I think they drew the curtains to make it dark. <laughs> We've got this other kid called yeah, Nicholas. Yeah, it kills the atmosphere a bit when you're watching <laughs> yeah. a, night, like a horror film during the day. <laughs> Doesn't have the same effect. We invited this other little kid, like Nicholas Summers, I think his name was from like just over the road. And he was a year younger than myself and my friends. So he was maybe like six years old. And they put on, um, I'm sure, I don't know if it was Gremlins or one of the Halloween films. <laughs> Gremlins, but, I yeah. love Gremlins. So in my mind, what happened was, as soon as the first horrible Gremlin appeared, not what's his name? Um, no, Gizmo. Not Gizmo, no. But Spike, or whatever his name was. Yeah. As soon as he appeared, like me and my friend were a little bit scared, but we were kind of laughing because we were a bit excited as well. <laughs> but then we just heard this like really, really low, low volume at first, but like high pitch, like... This <laughs> kid sitting next to us just started screeching as soon as he saw the gremlin on the screen. <laughs> Oh god, yeah. We had to, I think like I can relate. <laughs> my friend's parent had to go and apologise to his mum because the kid was so like traumatised. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty much me and American wife in London, and oops, and Jaws. Fuck, oh, yeah. I did not want to get in the fucking seat. I really like fucking scarred me for many years. Jaws did about fucking sharks. And I think it's literally brainwashed a generation to be anti-shark people. It's a fucking, like, a deeply culturally impacting film, that was. Jaws, and God, the blood. Oh, the blood. There was so much fucking, blood. Really like a water up, fountain though. of blood, I think, in one of the attacks. It's absolutely physically impossible. I don't think... I saw it recently, maybe two years ago. I think I remember, like, posting about it on our friend's um, WhatsApp group, saying, oh, I'm about to watch 
Jaws. I'm not sure if I've ever really watched this properly all the way through. And everyone's like, what the fuck? I can't believe you not watched it. It fucking holds up. It's still it, pretty it, horrific it, now. Even, it is, it is horrific. The music, not, it's John Williams though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Williams, the music makes so much of these films. But, oh, totally, yeah. But yeah, no. I think like, you didn't have like CG then, so it's all kind of like puppetry and stuff. And it seems, if it's done well, it seems more tangible and more real, I think. Yeah, I think there was some, there was some amazing, there was, I mean, there's also some like really cheesy horrors. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to kind of. I was it. really into. I'm still really like horror films now, but I was really into horror films back then. Really. Yeah, I, I more so as I, but they used to like. I don't get scared by films anymore. I get creeped out a little bit. Like mm. I think that what was that one with that woman's? Spoiler alert: her head gets knocked off by a lamppost. Oh, recent. That was good. That film. I can't yeah. remember what it was now. Uh, that. Yeah, hereditary. Hereditary. That's a great fuck. Film. That game. That that almost scared me. But like back in the day, I would be fucking terrified and traumatized for weeks, months, even even yeah. years in some films if it if it was deeply scary. But then I got to a stage where I kind of could just about force myself to watch them. But our next door neighbor used to babysit for us on occasion. And he brought aliens round, and that oh. was like a big deal. Mm. But he said we weren't allowed to watch it. But we kind of like watched like twenty minutes of it, and it was. But again, like a huge deal that. He had a copy of Aliens and like, yeah, yeah. I thought he was a bit of a gangster for this, like having of actual, like, because we didn't ever buy films. It's just like forbidden thing, wasn't it? You weren't allowed to see. So the first time you get to witness it, it's just like. Yeah, but we didn't, we didn't ever like buy films because you used to be able to buy them for a tenner after a while, didn't you? Like yeah. you get the full copy. We used to, everything was recorded off TV. Oh, really? My mum and dad had some. I remember there being like a shelf above our TV of some bought VHS tapes but yeah mostly recorded off a of TV yeah recorded off a of TV so we used to have in I still it's still there in my dad's house this um, collection of video cassettes probably up to about 60 really? them, yeah. I think and so no, do you have like handwritten uh, handwritten labels on them well no but he, my dad used to number them so on oh, the really? spine because each video like blank tape used to come with a little sticker book yeah yeah he used to number them on the spine and then have a notepad with what was done on it. And sometimes you get the extra long blanks. Like a really early database. A really the early database. Like database. You used to have like extra long, like you used to have like something 180s and 240s, weren't they? Oh, yeah, they were 180s and 240s. Yeah, and yeah. they used to be like Polaroid and JVC ones. And Yeah, you could proper... get better quality videotapes, couldn't you, to tape onto? Yeah, and I think the ones... We got were never generic ones. They were already brand new. So maybe my dad knew what he was doing here. Maybe I didn't even think about it until this point in time. But the, yeah, so we used to have this kind of, and then if a new good film was coming out, we had to make an executive decision which one got taped over if we didn't have a spare day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then you used to have like these tipex in the database entry where the dad would then cross it out and then write what he's gone over it. And if it was on extra long tapes, it used to sometimes even have two films. Yeah, you could fit two films in, yeah. The 240s, because they were four hours, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. 12, yeah, 24. So t- 240s were, two, were four hours, but most of them were on the 180s and it was only one film. And then we, we used to have like a generic one, which was the kids tape, which we could just tape any stuff. And, and maybe it was number two, weirdly enough. Like tape number two was the kids tape. What sort of stuff do you reckon you taped? Muppet onto? Babies. <laughs> just, <laughs> just literally Muppet Babies after Muppet Babies. Me and my brother were obsessed with that. Like in the earlier, definitely in the 80s. But so you must have been watching it at the time and recording it yeah, at the same time. And then watching it again. Yeah. Like you, I would watch a film or an episode probably 10 times without batting an eyelid. Because this was before you could kind of probably set a timer on your VHS to actually well, record. Well, that was what I wanted to discuss at some point when we talk about devices. Because 
Then Video Plus came out. Fuck yeah. in hell. What was it that? Was that was a number? The that future. You, was it a number in a newspaper that you would... Well, if, bear in mind, if you wanted to... Before Video Plus came out, if we used to have this pretty crappy... Actually, it wasn't more than that bad. It, the man, it got used. I remember just using it all of the time. This big sort of tape deck, which used to go on, in this cabinet underneath the TV. So tape deck. A tape deck, like a VHS player. Okay, yeah. A tape yeah. deck. Is it a top to... loader or like a front? No, it was a front. It was a front loader. Yeah. But then it, after a while, it kept getting like kept, cassettes. Sometimes get stuck in it, so you had to kind of like use a knife or something yeah, just or to like kind a of pencil to tease, like it, tease it out, yeah. tease it out from the slot. But um, this bloody VHS player probably got used every single day. Oh, yeah, I reckon so, for like a good long yeah. time, yeah, definitely. Sometimes multiple times in a day, because if I was at home and it was raining, I'd just put a film on, and we used to have this big database of films, but like some absolute, I mean, I probably watched them so many times, this is why I just love them so much, this, I've got such a love for like 80s and 90s films, Yeah. yeah. and like a friends might have like amazing films, I think one of my friends, as I was a bit older, had like Kickboxer. Oh, Oh my god, I just love that. There's a lot of martial arts films. A lot of martial arts films, yeah. Kickbox, Bloodsport, John Claude Mm. Van Damme, slow mo, roundhouse kicking the shit out of people. But yeah, they used to love those types of films. And I remember, like, used to go around like it was a friend's, it was a friend's birthday party. I forget what friend it was. Maybe it was Chris Jones. I don't know. Maybe it was like we went to his, his. No, it wasn't. Somebody's birthday party, and yeah. the birthday party was they had like snacks and food and stuff, and we watched Karate Kid. And oh, really? At the end of Karate Kid, I was sat next to Ian Brown because yeah. he went to a primary school, not as in Stone Moses. <laughs> yeah, not from Stone Moses. <laughs> a guy from our school. And um, a much I, I, I was Ian Brown. so excited about watching Karate Kid at the end of it when he, when he, when he finishes him with the crane kick. <laughs> Just amazing. <laughs> Cobra Kai is also amazing. But that's probably the reason why I love Cobra Kai. Because of karate, the OG Karate Kid. Yeah. At the end of it, Ian was sat there with just innocently with his arm on the arm. He's like karate chopped his arm <laughs> so hard he started crying. Because go. I was so bumped up after watching Karate Kid. So, so we are actually influenced by film violence, it turns out. <laughs> Absolutely. Right to be yeah, proper, I don't even know why I did it. And I felt like such an arsehole afterwards. <laughs> after just karate chopping him for no reason and causing him pain. What was it about like the 80s, maybe the early 90s? It was all like action films, like action heroes or, or martial artists. You think like, um, I, I feel at one point, looking back on it now, that my dad had some kind of like action muscular action hero fetish for because like all <laughs> the films he'd, he rented out would always be Arnold Schwarzenegger Sylvester Stallone oh but they were the Dolph A-list Lundgren. They, they were the A-list yeah though. yeah but like I mean, you just don't get that as much now do you like, yeah if, if I saw like a huge muscle bound freak like Arnold Schwarzenegger on screen now as a leading man I think I'd just start laughing yeah, was, but back it then was it was absurd. like the ultimate macho it like, was absurd of, it, yeah. was, it was absolutely absurd absurd i mean but it i was... don't think my dad really liked any films at that point unless they had like a really muscular lead man in it. <laughs> shout out to dad <laughs> closet homosexual <laughs> i um but yeah it was it was all about arnold schwarzenegger john Cole van damme sylvester stallone steven seagal yeah yeah so like they were like the kind of like the i mean um, Bruce Willis wasn't quite of the same ilk as these kind of no, muscle. He could actually act. <laughs> could yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, he could actually act. Yeah, to be fair, Stallone's a pretty good actor. 
Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got talent, that guy. He wrote films as well, didn't he? He wrote Rocky. Him? Yeah, yeah. I think he's a good actor. I mean, he probably stands out, actually, amongst all those ones, doesn't he? He's a good actor as Rocky. When you go back and see Rambo now, the acting is just shocking. But actually, is it good? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I've ever watched a Rambo film all the way through. I don't think I've ever watched one all the way through either. No, but I've definitely... I think I watched the newest one all the way through. But, yeah, there was definitely this kind of very tried and tested genre of martial arts or ridiculous, like, ridiculous films of aliens and stuff like that and, like, quite gimmicky, like, tremors... Yeah, yeah, Tremors, the big desert one. Such a great film. But we used to have, I'm sure we used to have like, I used to have some absolute classic. I used to love Beetlejuice. I must have seen Beetlejuice a hundred times. What film? I had it it on on cassette. But I think it's interesting because I don't think I ever controlled what was recorded. My dad was always on this. So he knew what to tape. Mine too, so it's just all big, big men. (laughs) (laughs) So so, uh, um, basically I think my dad quite enjoyed a comedy because we had always had all the police academies on there oh really i used to love police academy yeah, films yeah. like not really many kids films we don't think we really had many kids kids films but um, yeah it'd be the odd spielberg film i reckon maybe the like goonies. or something like that goonies yeah oh yeah. my god the goonies like probably one of my favorite films ever made and still stands up today yeah the music's so good in that film. But yeah, so so like I was very much at the behest of my father's whims when it came to what I had to watch. But he used to like Indiana Jones, I think. Ah, okay, and, yeah, and, that's and good. Police Academy was, like I was saying, as I got... But I, I think he had to be careful, like, because he couldn't necessarily record a film which was 18 rated <laughs> because he'd, I'd watch it. Like, he wouldn't... Maybe he had it... A private collection somewhere. Well, yeah. I don't think he did because I was quite a nosy little bastard in terms of like going through my parents' stuff. Oh, that's, that's like birthright, <laughs> surely. Like as a child to go like rummage through your parents' things yeah. and they're not looking. Like, this weird kingdom of yeah. adult stuff, which yeah. just was no relevance to you whatsoever. So I'm pretty sure my dad didn't have any. Um, oh, really? Didn't have any. <laughs> any grot? Okay, I've got a story. <laughs> grot is poor. For, in, this kind of this does lead on to one of my other stories, but <laughs> in my notes, <laughs> dear listeners, one of my notes just says three words: ultimate danger wank. Ultimate <laughs> danger wank. But like, uh, yeah, I I don't know how I discovered this. I don't know if my brother let on that he'd found them first. But like, <laughs> my mum and dad had one of those beds where it had like the pull-out drawers underneath it. Yeah. Um, that's a classic place for stashing yeah yeah which what I just assumed was just for, for blankets and extra pillows and stuff <laughs> and on the surface of it when you first look into one of these drawers that's what you find but, but yeah. then one, I don't know why I was looking for his drawer but yeah I opened it up and put, like lifted up one of the blankets for some reason but you, your brother instinctively told you knew. he must have done but then how did he know to look there well kids are nosy little bastards I but was yeah, a nosy so, little bastard so underneath these blankets I think there's maybe like two or three just blank cassette tapes I was thinking Oh, that's that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> and Must explore further. Yeah, yeah. So that was the, the first time I saw any kind of pornography. <laughs> so I'd known about these uh, these videos. How old were you at this time? Oh, I don't know. I reckon old enough to appreciate it. <laughs> I think yeah, yeah. I reckon I think so. I think maybe thirteen or something like that. But. It's weird because I always knew that these tapes were there. So it's kind of like, it's a little bit like the thing now when your significant other goes out and you think, okay, I think I might have a window here for some <laughs> porn up. It's, it's kind of like that. So my mum and dad might be going out for a meal or something. Thinking, okay, 
okay, I know what I'm going to be doing later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Run up. The, the weird thing was is that I'd run up there sometimes and open a drawer, but there'd be a different three videotapes up there. And the, and the older ones were no longer there. So you had some sort of like porn exchange ring. going yeah. on. Yeah, porn yeah. ring. <laughs> Your dad's the master of a porn <laughs> ring. Yeah. So some, some kind of exchange is going on here. Someone else has obviously got his tapes. I don't know who it was. <laughs> like, um, so I remember one time, um, again, Ben Griffin uh, was around and I let, I let on to Ben that like, I think I might have access to some, some adult material. So he like, came around and again, excitedly thinking, right, okay, we're going to see what, we'll see what there is this time. And it, so I went up this time and there was a new so tape. What kind, of, what, kind of, what kind of porn are we talking Like, not. No, this is hardcore. So hardcore? <laughs> yes. No fucking way. Yeah. I, no way. Yeah. Like, I didn't see any hardcore pornography until I was probably 16. No, no, this was like proper full on. So this is the first But then time. again, 18 years of living. So <laughs> yeah. it's weird that you can have sex at 16 or even earlier. You're not allowed to look at it though. But you're not allowed to look at it. <laughs> no. No, no, no. But could I watch fucking an alien dripping its acid blood and melting somebody's face? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. no problem at all. Yeah, you can see a guy like going to Vietnam and like shoot loads of like children, but you can't watch people having sex. The most <laughs> yeah. natural thing no, in the world. No, exactly. It's the fucking weirdest <laughs> thing. Although, some of the material in this tapes probably wasn't the most natural thing in the world. Oh dear, what, 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 where was it going? There was this one scene. So me, me and my friend like, got this video. Like, so it wasn't one I'd seen before. Luckily, it's a, a new addition to the collection. Um, I just remember it being set in a factory. And there was like a conveyor belt of like a woman going <laughs> on the back, going along and this, like riding the back of this conveyor belt with lots of like big guys like, around her just like masturbating onto her me and my friend Ben thinking this is like we've had no exposure to like girls or like sex or anything before thinking this is fucked up like is this what my mum and dad are doing at night oh god yeah I know we had how old were you 15 no no this is about 13 I think 13 oh, my yeah. god I don't think this is the, my first exposure like I lived in a a small village in a very like at the yeah, time white so area. Like, yeah, it's yeah. my first exposure to interracial relationships as well. <laughs> like, it really was an eye opener. Wow, never had any like. I remember like just being so excited if I if I saw a film where there was even boobs shown. No, no, this is a whole new world just opened up. This like, <laughs> is the game changer. By the way, Ultimate Danger Wank isn't related to anything like to do with uh, Ben Griffin at the time. So. <laughs> So I'd known that this this collection of movies, the interchangeable collection of catalogue of movies, uh, the porn ring was always there, always there if I needed it. It kind of started to escalate a little bit at the point when I had my own video uh, player in my bedroom. You had a video player in your room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. This was like a hand me down. So it must have been my mum and dad got a new one, and they didn't even have a TV in my room until I was like. Probably 14 or 15. Oh, I mean, this is just the game. You've got you to remember. You no and a video in your room. God, that would have been like the dream. Yeah, and... Literally the dream. And a father who had like a decent collection of pornography under his bed as well. The head of, a, the head of an international porn <laughs> ring. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, this is horrible. Well, they're American about porn movies or the English porn movies. No, I think they're maybe German. German. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll do my German So my first because... few girlfriends like were really, really... Puzzled when I started putting on a different accent when I started, <laughs> in, in the act good. of love. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so yeah, so I had this video player in my in my bedroom, and I don't know why this happened, but 
again, this, this is not the ultimate day drink. No, I didn't have remote control. control, no. But I mean, my video players, my, my bedroom is tiny. So my video player is right next to my bed. Oh, so you could literally yeah. never do it. So I guess my mum and dad had gone out for the night and I'd <laughs> borrowed <laughs> one of these uh, the videotapes, played it, used it. Um, had my horrible way with it but then I must have fallen asleep because I left the tape in my obviously what I'd normally do is hurriedly like sweatily put it underneath my mum and dad's bed again in exactly the same position that I found you it you fall asleep yeah, but this time asleep. I fell asleep and, um, and by the morning I'd completely forgotten about the videotapes so I'd like gone to school come at home and then it dawned on me as I was walking home I was like oh no I've left this fucking my dad's porn tape in my own VCR player <laughs> What the fuck am I going to do? But what are the chances of your dad? Well, so what were the chances this? indeed? So I don't know how frequently my dad was using these videotapes, but I got home and the tape was no longer in my video player. <laughs> oh, no! No! Oh, no. But the, the, what's even more awkward is that to this day, he's never mentioned it. <laughs> but I never again had uh, access to videotapes of that kind. So you moved them off. You knew he'd been this. rumbled, so I don't know where they went. You had to forego that. Or rumbled. Yeah. Rumbling himself. But your dad would have been at home when you were at school. Yeah, because my dad was a baker, oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so yeah, he uh, worked in the nights. So he probably... Had this opportunity. Yeah, the opportunity. The window opened up for him. Mum was at work. <laughs> exactly. I'm at school. <laughs> Gone upstairs. At school. Well, where the fuck's my tape? Busy day baking. So I guess you <laughs> obviously... Yeah, yeah. You don't draw your phone any more times. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but so the actual ultimate danger wank was, I think at this point I had my own videotape of pornography that I'd acquired from somewhere. So this is a little bit later on, it's maybe 15 or 16. Um, and my dad would go to work early in the morning, no, maybe late at night, maybe about 11 at night. And sometimes mum would go to bed um She'd wake him up and she'd go to bed. So I, at this point, when I was 15, at the weekends, I'd probably stay up for an hour like watching TV as well. Mm. But downstairs, we had a, a video player, but much bigger, better TV than I had in my room. How big are we talking? <clears throat> I mean, probably like 21 inches or something. It's probably not that big, but the one I had in my room... But 21 like inches was a very respectable size for a television. Yeah. Very respectable. It was, it was decent. It was better than I think one most... I primary front room home units were on average 21 inches yeah like like you you wouldn't get anyone it sounds ridiculous now doesn't it but and or we wouldn't get one smaller than that and you judge somebody if they had a small i don't think anyone nobody had like you had like the standard front room size yeah. which is about 21 inches i mean everyone had like the same kind of tv but yeah there's the kind of definitely the more portable they call them portable tvs and they weren't portable at all yeah. they were 15 inches and yeah. they were still heavy as fuck but they used to call them portable tvs didn't they yeah yeah you'd yeah. have like the main installation but nobody had like i mean that's fifth i mean yeah in the room that we're podcasting right now, there's a 55-inch TV there, and it's just normal as anything. I've got yeah. two 28-inch displays for my computer. Like, and but a front room would have our front one main 21-inch, normally in the corner. And yeah, it was in the corner. The and then room, you'd yeah. have like four people sat on sofas, probably sat at like two th- meters away at some. Yeah, point. way too far away from it to be able yeah. to see what's and going on. Yeah, and then like the tinny speaker from the TV, no surround sound or sound bars, just the the speaker on the front of the television. Yeah, yeah. That would have been it. And it would have been literally like a shitty speaker underneath like a grill mesh. And that's yeah, where you yeah. used to get your sound from like, so it was not the immersive experience <laughs> we have today. And that, that leads on quite nicely then because like talking about sound. So part of my plan was 
one day when my mum's gone to bed, I'm going to watch my own porn on this your piece. own porn. <laughs> <laughs> you were into filming it, filming yourself at this point. Girlfriends, your fourteen-year-old girlfriends must have been taken quite aback by this 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 guy, age fourteen, which is actually already into filming his own stuff, deeply conditioned by yeah, the porn his, industry. The porn industry. <laughs> Jaded. Yeah, that <laughs> Jaded would have been, would have been an exception these times. This, I guess in twenty uh, in twenty twenty two, this is probably what happens with major level oh, yeah. for kids now. But yes, I was it, thinking. Okay, so I've got this problem though. So I've got. A, I want to watch. I really need to watch this film and it's bigger TV. It's going to be very different to in my room. But my mum's going to be in bed, so I can't really have a sound on. But yeah, I would <laughs> like to be able to hear it as well. But then. Around about the same sort of time, um, I guess my dad must have been complaining about the noise of the TV because he would be asleep from like, say, seven o'clock at night until 11. So he'd go to work. Um, so my mum had got some so wires. So to sleep from seven till 11? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he'd come home, say like nine in the morning, go to sleep for a couple of hours and then wake up again. So he'd like kind of sleep twice in That's 24 hours. Like not going to be good for you. No, it can't be. Still going now though. Well, he's pretty fucked, but he's got Parkinson's for such a long time. I mean, I'm not, I'm not like obviously. No, no, no. That's what parents had to do to, to survive. I'm not, I'm yeah. not saying it. Like, but that someone's got to buy batteries. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. somebody's got a Ford Michael's <laughs> insatiable appetite for exactly working two jobs <laughs> just to deal with the battery consumption. So he have his own VCR player and the portable TV. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to watch his probably, own, probably, watch his own porn on exactly. Probably he was probably funding your batteries from his <laughs> international porn ring as well. Yeah. Working two jobs, yeah. risking potential prosecution for, for for distribution of hardcore yeah. pornography, it's which I think is probably a crime. Yeah, definitely. It probably definitely was a crime. crime. Yeah, I reckon some of that stuff I was watching as well was illegal because that was not normal porn. <laughs> it would have been illegal. like yeah. Not the day today where you can literally get any sick shit within... In, within 30 seconds, I could be looking at some pretty dark shit on, on, my, on my smartphone. Oh, yeah. This, like, you would just not have access to these no. things at all. Impossible. Like, the fact that you had access to that, like, none of my friends, yeah. I don't think, had, had access. No, the stuff that's happened in these movies is not, not what I've what? seen in the, in the woods in these you, little porno <laughs> do you care clippings. To go yeah, maybe this is a podcast for another time, but yeah, no, yeah. Just... <laughs> I'll talk to you about it after. Today. Yeah, but um... oh yeah, yeah. So the plan, so the plan was to <laughs> to watch this film on the TV, but somehow have sound. Well, my mum had acquired a pair of wireless headphones so that she could watch TV when my dad was in bed. So it wouldn't Fucking wake up. hell, you're in the house of the future. You got a VHS <laughs> yeah, player in your room, your video player, as you would have called it. Yep, yeah. a video player now is like I don't know an application, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. not a physical device, a video player wireless fucking headphones what yeah. the fuck so what this that would have been something from the future from in my house I, I think they actually had an extendable air <laughs> yes. on the side of them yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this, this is going to paint these. quite the pretty picture then because <laughs> so this the master plan that comes together I had my own film mm-hmm. not, had, your, not your own film though but I wasn't starring in it no but I had, <laughs> I had acquired uh, some how did you acquire it I must have bought it off probably someone like Michael Furman at school or something. <laughs> um, how much I reckon ten, I'd reckon maybe. Yeah, five or ten. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I got a film. I had a fairly. Decent I, I never, size I never TV. bought one, by the way. So I, I never had access to any of these things. Uh, and now some wireless headphones. So my dad was going to be at work. He wouldn't be back <laughs> until the morning. My mum's going to be in bed. I was thinking. Now this is risky. How comes your mum was in bed? 
Well, she'd just go to bed at like 11 o'clock and I'd stay up for a bit longer. How, how, I used to have a very strict bedtime. About 15, I guess. Uh, maybe 15, 15, 16. I was more flexibility. Yeah, I was normally at my friend's house like, the weekends and that type of thing. It was a weekend or a weekday. Uh, this would have been a weekend, maybe like Friday event. night or something. Yeah, yeah Friday yeah, night. Yeah. Friday night was a night. Michael was excited, hurrying <laughs> home on the Friday. Scurrying yeah. home from school. The grand plan ready. is about to be realised. And the great news is, these wireless headphones, one thing you'll be guaranteed of, you're going to have, maybe that's why you had batteries in your house all the time, <laughs> yeah. was not for your devices to yeah. fuel your dad's insatiable appetite for wireless <laughs> headphone porn. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking the immersion is going to be amazing. Like it's going to be oh, blasting God. directly into my ear. Well, not, <laughs> not in that. That's in that. In that way, they're ear protectors, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no chance of that. I mean. And like I'm going to be, I'm going to. I was planning to sit very close to the TV as well, so you know my whole field of vision would be filled with what mm. horrible things that happen in this video. Um, but there was one downside to it. I was thinking if my mum gets up to get a glass of water or something after she's gone to bed. I'm not going to be able to hear her walking down the stairs because I've got this because I've got this wireless headset on. Yeah. The big, there's a big old unit as well, a big aerial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're actually taking proper AA batteries or AAA batteries inside. It. Yeah, so I reckon if I'd have got caught, this is why it's the ultimate danger rank. If I'd have got caught, I think what my mum would have seen is like me sitting probably naked in the living room. Why would you go naked <laughs> just to add some more yeah, danger? Just to add to the experience. Why would you go naked? <laughs> And she'd see like my back. <laughs> what kind of image is this, Mike? <laughs> naked Mike in his front room. I'll never be naked in my house. Yeah, this is why it's the ultimate danger, mate. It's the thrill. You don't get cold. Without <laughs> <Red> heating. <laughs> okay, so your mum's in bed. So she'd Dad's see, at work. She'd just see like the little aerial on the headset, like bobbing. <laughs> you see, you sat right in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like on your lying down or no 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 look at crouched crouch. over <laughs> yeah. <like> a monkey <laughs> luckily I never got caught oh god but, uh, but that was a, oh, yes, a mild addiction for everyone <laughs> the trauma of your poor <laughs> mother <laughs> me to turn around with his massive head with like an aerial waving around waggling around with his everything waggling around his aerial is Johnson Oh, <laughs> kit just everywhere, everything everywhere. Yeah, wow. that, was, that was a risky one. Yeah, I mean, I think my friend uh, Rick had satellite TV, and oh, wow, we yeah. used to have the German channels. Oh. So they used to like from like ten p.m. They used to switch to no from like one from midnight. They used to switch from from normal broadcasting to softcore porn. Really, you wouldn't have to like subscribe to it or anything. It'd no. Be... It was, but it, was, it wasn't like the adult channels. It was just like German channels, mm. like RT or whatever. Remember what the German channels are called now? But it would literally show softcore porn from twelve o'clock. Oh, good enough. But the, like we just used to sit there and watch it, <laughs> <laughs> like really frustrated. Just sit there and watch it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then like if that, like if we always said that if if like like one time I think his mum or dad woke up and we were like. And was we heard him coming down the stairs, and like obviously they'd heard German and all sorts of weird and wonderful things being said in German, which I don't think they understood. But we'd quickly like we had like this emergency procedure just to just to didn't realize the boys are into foreign cinema. To powerboat, powerboat racing. What? Yeah, I know. Why powerboat racing? Because no, I think it was on like channel five five five, and Is it was really like... easy to get to. We knew it was going to be on because it would have been on like, like a Friday night. The opposite of watching like softball. No, board. exactly. But I don't know why this is edged in my mind. But yeah, five 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 and powerboat racing used to be the go to 
so we could watch, so we could glimpse and look at. Yeah, this. maybe like the number five is in the middle of the remote. You can quickly. It's like, very soft core, very soft core pornography. Like, yeah, yeah. And that was as that was as good as it got. Apart boobs, from, see boobs. Yeah, boobs, yeah. and probably people gesticulating like they're having sex, but never seeing yeah, more yeah. than boobs. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. it. You'd never see anything below boobs. Boobs is it was boobs and nothing, <laughs> literally, <laughs> in my in my in my life. I think that's a nicer gateway into to things. Yeah, than what I got. Mine was a bit shocking at first. <laughs> gentle and more civilized introduction to. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if this has had many repercussions. To <laughs> I can only get off now if uh, Hannah's on a conveyor belt and there's like <laughs> six people in the room yeah. when you're fully naked in the room, in, yeah. in the front room when Hannah's asleep in the other room. I'm ready now. <laughs> <laughs> fully naked though. What the fuck? That's just fucking strange. I thought we couldn't even add socks on. <laughs> or what would you be naked? Yeah. But yeah, no, the uh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't really have like it was a big, big deal to see boobs on TV. On, on TV, or or I remember Under Siege being just amazing because was I think had like ago? Erica Eleniak just coming out one? of a Christmas cake, and she was like her boobs were out, and it was just yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah. my fucking god. Yeah. I remember watching Basic Instinct as well when like Sharon Stone uncrossed it. I think that was the first time I probably ever saw. How many times did you pause it on that scene? Like just flicking flame by frame almost. <laughs> just yeah, just like stabbing right that kind of one blurry pixel that yeah. you thought might be your woman's yeah. private parts. I mean, you wouldn't know anyway. Well, it was a woman's private parts, yeah. but like you couldn't see anything. It could be anything under there, and you believe it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, it, but it was a big fucking deal. This was, and oh, then massive. Yeah, there was. Like, but there was, there was, I think there's one or two films in my dad's collection where there was definitely boobs appearing. One of them was Trading Places and Jamie Lee oh, Curtis gets really? her butts out and she's got some, well, yeah. she had <laughs> the most impressive yeah. boobs for a teenage boy I've ever seen. So did you ever watch that with your family? Uh, no, I don't think I ever really watched recorded films from the TV with my family. I just... Maybe my dad and mum would watch well after I went to bed, I guess. I don't know. But yeah. I just used to watch them when I had time to do so, which I used to love watching films. I used to spend a lot of my childhood, I think, watching films or being outside. So I would love Trading Places. Again, it's still one of my favourite films. Like yeah, it's a great one. Brewster's Millions, <clears throat> like I say, The Police Academy, like all of them. And like when a film came out on TV, it was a big fucking deal. Like yeah. It would come out probably two or three years after it was out of the cinema. So you'd have this period between it coming out of the cinema and then a year later it would probably come out on video and then two years after that it would then come out on TV yeah. it was a really elongated process wasn't it yeah it's like day and date now isn't it well a lot of the time anyway yeah, like, totally yeah. I remember going on holiday my grandma like to, I went to somewhere like Corfu or like that with my grandma and she brought us like a shady tape of Mortal Kombat the film but it was <laughs> really? some guy who'd recorded it in a cinema Oh, right, he's just got like a fucking portable... Yeah, he's basically oh got like God. a handy cam yeah. or something like that, and he'd record it. In you the still cinema. get like cam footage now, don't you? You do, but it's... Internet, yeah. yeah, but this was like proper cam footage. You see people like walking up in front yeah, of you. Yeah, literally getting up, and, and but we were just amazed because this film wasn't even out of the cinema, and I had it in my house, and it was just yeah, like yeah. big fucking deal. Like yeah. a really big fucking deal. So this was like how... Backward compared to what we have now, the technology was. Can you remember the first time you were sat down, maybe with your family, or to like another, maybe like this for me, we've been sat down with my mum watching a film and then just feeling or on your dad's ugly. films. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to watch this, mum. <laughs> I've seen this one. 
Yeah, I mean, any form of sex scene when you're oh. watching with your parents would have been just the most horrific yeah. thing. Even the mention of fornication. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, even heavy kissing would have been yeah. is awkward as yeah. fuck. When I, mean, you're I reckon with your the first parents. time I remember sweating was probably sitting watching <laughs> oh. TV and someone said the word shag or something. I was like, oh, God. Good God. Yeah, no, God, that's, I can't well, that, think of. It's what the grounds are swallow you up, don't you? And even now, if I was at my mum's house and watched something like anything, a film, and there's, oh, God, it's just awkward yeah. as hell. Yeah. Really it's that situation where do you say something about it to diffuse the situation or do you just kind of silence everyone just goes very it? quiet <laughs> careful yeah. not to talk yeah. but also careful not to not to talk and then but also not wanting to seem like not talk about anything else either yeah. like not talk about the subject but not talk about anything else so just, just yeah. really awkward, just freeze. awkward silence but yeah I think we definitely had like the police academies I used to love those I absolutely used to love those so it's just such hijinks yeah yeah such hijinks and you don't get that kind of slapstick so trading places brewster's millions again i love that film because i've seen it so many times it's just such a great film richard pryor was a bit of a hero and he like yeah, he used to have yeah. films where he said like have films where he said fuck like because they used to censor out for the word fuck on television yeah they'd, they'd dub it they would yeah, literally dub it, they? dub it over so it'd be like flip would it be like It'd be someone else saying the word as well. Yeah. It it'd would be like Richard Pryor and then some the English guy's going, flip. Yeah, yeah, it would literally, <laughs> it would literally be like that. And yeah. Only like on TV, but if you rented them from the store, they were allowed to contain profanity. Yeah. But on TV, it was wasn't allowed to contain profanity. Some weird like licensing thing, maybe the BBC, I don't know. Yeah, but I think it was the ITV. ITV, was like, ITV? I don't think it was until like a lot later that there was actually TV because... They, they were would have been dubbed out, and they would remove scenes and stuff like that from the films for the, to make it suitable so, for like, TV broadcasting. Isn't it? How weird! Yeah, but that's. I mean, it was a very different time in terms of in terms of like access to films. It was such a process. Like the video store was amazing, and just fills me with happy memories of kind of like picking the video, like you say, generally by the cover. Oh yeah, pick of judging these books well by their cover, and then occasionally I would go. If I was at a friend's house, they would go to Blockbuster Video and this was an upgrade from... But I mean, my video shot was good because it was there and accessible. Yeah. I think every, pretty much virtually every village had some something like this. But then you go to a Blockbuster, which is an actual physical store do just reckon, for the distribution of films. That was a little bit later as well, do you reckon? Do you think yeah, yeah, to the UK sure. a bit later? But there was, I think it was called Video Plus. There was one next to Blockbuster yeah. Video as well. And I, my, Alan's mum and partner were... Had we'd get their films from there, and again, video like it used to be right next to Blockbuster Video <clears throat> yeah. as well. Like there was such a big demand that they could a town could quite happily sustain two identical video shops next to each other. It was a spite store. It's incredible. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you go into Blockbuster, and all of a sudden there'd be multiple copies of each film rather than just like the one box yeah, on the shelf. Exactly, yeah. and yeah, I'm sure we used to have to reserve films. At our local store, if we wanted to watch yeah, a, yeah, a, new, yeah, yeah. a new version, you'd have to you'd have to reserve it. But but Blockbuster was a bit more expensive, I think. It was like, but you get it for two nights. But yeah. then you had to take it back, or you get. Did you ever get fined? I'm sure. Yeah. Once or twice from the local store, we got fined for bringing stuff back late. But I mean, it was the gospel. We never brought it back late. Like, be full on. There's absolutely nowhere in the world this could ever happen. What like a ball ache. The thought of it, oh, I don't. I don't think it ever crossed my mind. There just no, no way was I going to pay a fine <laughs> to yeah. pick a video back late. But I think I did it once for Blockbuster and had to play. Had to pay a fine. But this was much later on when I could afford it and I could drive to Blockbuster myself. Imagine like how much time is taken out of your life just so you could rent out that video. You probably had to like travel to. 
another town or like totally the but town it was, that's why it was such an event yeah, because yeah. it was just such a sacred sacred thing to a do a couple of hours out of your life well yeah to get there park take it yeah. back but on a friday night there used to be lots of people doing following this exact process going to the video store oh, yeah. possibly getting a pizza or yeah. some form of takeaway like we didn't we always got chip fish and chips on a friday night Oh, what a night that would be. You've got fish and chips and, and a film. Oh. oh my God. That's as good as it gets. Yeah. It really is as good as it gets in terms of... Unless you've got a wireless headset. Unless you've got a wireless <laughs> headset and access to your dad's porn syndicate. Yeah. But yeah, I think... Um, but then that, that this list of films we had was, was, was pretty comprehensive, but there was definite go-tos I used to watch all of the time. Star Wars. Yeah. I think I, think I mentioned before when we moved house, like the rest of the house wasn't ready and I just sat in this this kind of what turned out to be the dining room eventually we just yeah we'd had a dining room <laughs> yeah yeah did you have a dining yeah, room yeah we had a dining room a room dedicated just living so you in can eat together apartments now it's really weird to think of having a dining room yeah. like a whole room to the house just for people to sit around a table and eat it seems almost outdated but I'm, I'm, i hope that it still this still happens today but yeah i wonder, I wonder. it's a whole room and it would only be used for eating like yeah. it was quite a big not huge but because the house wasn't huge but it was like yeah, big decent, enough to seat though, six yeah. people yeah. around a, ta- a big table but yeah um, so if it was video night would you have like um like a tray with a like a plate on it to have your dinner no we had these little nest of tables so the, oh, yeah, the big yeah, table yeah, the, the table middle nest. table and the small table yeah, yeah. and um yeah and i used to always have a big table but i used to have the the the, the small table for some reason I wonder if that's still a thing as well, having like a nest of tables to yeah, I, I, eat your dinner. I on. think I would have considered this kind of TV dinner kind of snack tray thing as to be quite, quite um, awful. <laughs> it's kind of almost like you've submitted to the fact that you're yeah, a TV yeah. dinner person. I think my parents would, would have definitely poo-pooed that idea because they were like, no. Oh, really? It used to be like, I'm sure at some point in my life they said, no, eating your dinner in front of the TV is an exception. <laughs> really? Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah my mum and dad definitely gave in at some point. Yeah, no, my dad my definitely gave in at some point too. But yeah, like they really held on to this kind of sitting oh, around the dinner table. Yeah. It, yeah, I think Maybe not got, good for you. You probably fucking, all you wanted to do was sit and watch TV. Yeah, but I think during the week I got fed earlier. So, but yeah, we would have had to. Yeah, I think their parents eventually gave in on this point. Because we did have to go to the dining room then, but I do remember definitely eating for a lot of my school years just in front of the TV. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. But it's weird, isn't it? Because it's pretty... I don't know, I still have quite a negative stigma to what, like, eating food in front of a TV. Like, I think it feels... <gasps> in my mind, even still, like, if, I do it every day. Right, every okay, single yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. day I watch... I, like, if I'm eating food and I'm not at a restaurant, I'm yeah. watching TV. I'm watching yeah, something yeah. on TV, but... It still feels a little bit, I don't know, trashy, I think is the word I use in my mind. Because I, my parents really were, for some time, quite, like, and it had quite a bad perception, I think, of yeah. families that were kind of just sat in front of TVs. Like, this is definite perception of, like, American families that just sit there kind of just all staring at a tube and just shoveling food into their mouth. And it has a real negative stigma, even still, I think. But I wonder if that kind of thing will die out now that people are just on their mobile devices instead so maybe 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 that's a thing as well in fact yeah watching tv programs and parents struggling to get their kids off their mobile phone while they're eating that's got to be a real problem well i think they're probably now i'm doing that i'm probably checking my phone and eating and watching the tv <laughs> yeah 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 totally 
Um, all my watch if it goes off like that I've, possibly even my laptop would be going like too many distractions you need to have like a little box somewhere that you put all those things in before you go and watch yeah, TV you really should I, yeah but now like, I, I find it very difficult to focus on films because I do just get so distracted by my film which is why I, my phone should I go like go to the cinema but back in the day maybe that's why though the, those kind of films you watch in the 80s as well have had such a lasting effect because you were probably so engrossed at times you didn't have that distraction did you there was nothing no. else airplane For that, like 90 that's... minutes you were just sat there that's another Fully engrossed. Airplane. That's Airplane. another one I used to watch like, with regu- regularity. What's and his name? Airplane Leslie 2, Nelson? actually, it was. Airplane 2. Yeah, not Airplane 1 for some reason. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is amazing. It was, yeah. With Leslie, yeah. Leslie oh. Nielsen. He was amazing. He was such a good actor. I used to love his films. Like Naked Gun. Naked Gun? <laughs> yeah, Naked Gun. Naked Gun. Yeah. Gun. Just Naked brilliant. Gun 2 and a half. Yeah, they used to have a lot of these weird parody movies as well. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of one, them like Mel Brooks films, weren't they? I think those ones. Repossessed. Did you see that one? It was like a kind of like based on like The Exorcist, but it was kind of like a kind of spoofy kind of yeah, I think horror. so. Yeah. Reep, 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 repossessed. There's a Leslie Nelson, I'm sure there is, but it's I a think bit it like Bram Stoker's as I well. I think it, yeah, where I'm he's t- a vampire. Yeah, it's like floats out the window. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's like lots of like these kind of cheesy parody movies and, and, yeah. and stuff like that. And yeah, and, and but going to the actual cinema itself was like the event of the. Mm. Of a year, potentially. I mean, yeah, you mentioned it earlier. Like, it wouldn't be like a week-on-week thing. It would be month-to-month. It would be like, yeah, no. maybe once a year, I reckon. Maybe once or twice a year. Yeah. And each time it was... I think... I'm trying to think of the films I... Yeah, what's I, the first film you saw at the cinema, I don't reckon? know. That's a very good question. I really don't know. I think it, it was quite late on, I think. I think we went as a family once. So my bro- they must have had to wait till they felt my brother was an age where yeah. he could be... Because we didn't have babysitters generally. They were always no. there for me, my parents. We weren't like... Yeah, we never had babysitters. Occasionally, occasionally we'd have a babysitter. Like maybe a couple of times a year. Oh, really? Yeah, like not, not often at all. But I think it would probably have been around... Yeah, I'd probably been quite... I definitely remember going to see... Ah, I went to watch Fantasia. My mum dragged us to watch Fantasia. Oh, the Disney... Uh, that was fucking yeah. shit. Like, and I generally, I didn't n- never l- not like films. Yeah. But this was shit. It had no storyline to it. It was just classical music and animation. It was... My mum absolutely loved it because she loves that so classical music. Was but I don't really know. But I do remember that being my, the only time... The, like, I, that would be the only film I didn't like. Would I say, the only film I don't like is Fantasia. And that yeah. was what I used to say. And everything else was watchable. I think the first film I saw was um, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Ah, yeah. Amazing. What a fucking film. And the thing is as well, though, I was very young because my only memory of watching that film at the cinema is sitting in the aisle of the cinema crying to my mum saying, this is too scary, I want to go home. At the point when, you know, they like pull brains out or they're like eating brains. There's something yeah, the to monkey brains. Brain, the monkey brains. Yeah, there was something. No, no. Oh, no, it was. There was a, a beating heart. Or something, yeah, he rips a beating, beating heart out of him. That was just too much for me. I couldn't handle it at all. <laughs> so I was just like pulling on my mum's sleeve, sitting in the, like the, the aisle of the cinema. I want to go, I want to go, I want to go. <laughs> my brother's like loving it probably. My mum's thinking, for fuck's sake, this film's great. <laughs> yeah. go. Did I, you have to go? I, I don't know. I don't reckon she would have caved. I reckon she would have... Made you man up. up. You will watch this. Says, says me, Let the boy says watch. Me in literally fits of hysterical crying because <laughs> the film's too scary for me. Yeah, but yeah no, I think I'm, I'm, I, I could probably count on one hand the number of films you went to watch at the cinema. Yeah, I think that Gremlins too. I can't think of anything else. I don't think we. I don't think I saw Gremlins too. So I, I saw um, actually, like Fantasia for sure, Jurassic Park, mm. but that was just. I mean, 
Oh my fucking Yeah, life. I watched that with my mum first time at cinema. Oh yeah. my fucking... I think I saw Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was massive, cinema. that film, wasn't it? And then occasionally I'd used to go to go with a friend to the cinema. Maybe again, maybe once or twice a year. And we went to watch Cool Runnings. Oh yeah, me yeah. And Giz. And the parents dropped us off and watched the film and they came back afterwards. And ever went. That's a good one. It was a really good yeah. one. And um, I can't think what else. I actually, what, I oh, saw, The Last Crusade in the end. I say that. Oh, okay, yeah. Crusade. Yeah, I saw that one maybe with my mum as well. I saw. Oh, um, I love that film. Saw Ghostbusters 2 at the cinema with my mum. Oh, really? And, yeah, and I remember me and my mum talking as we were walking out, going, oh, that was so good, wasn't it? Because when the song came on at the start, at that point, everyone knew the song because they'd all seen Ghostbusters 1 as well. So everyone in the cinema was like singing this, uh, this song to Ghostbusters. People singing in the cinema? Yeah. What the hell? Like, everyone's like jumping and whooping in the cinema. Every cinema experience I had in the UK, particularly like when I was growing up, was always a very, no, everyone was dead silent all of the time. Yeah, I reckon it was like maybe like in the afternoon, all kids, Ghostbusters 2. Like oh, maybe, yeah. Massive, but we'd have gone to the Friday night main showing at the cinema. Like right, we're yeah. talking before we started recording. You can go on the fucking internet and just check out the, the right. phone times. Like, yeah, we're trying to ask each other. Like, how would you You'd get the listings the in the local are. paper. Yeah. They would show you, it would have like a, like a, like a corner, quarter page advert, yeah. which would show the one cinema in the town because it, like, it had one or two screens. And then... The fucking Galleria opened, which mm. is like this shopping centre in Hatfield, and it had like seven screens. That's like a first shopping mall, wasn't it? That we oh my to? God. Like this was a game changer. And I remember we used to, again, once or twice a year, go for a meal at this Italian restaurant that was yeah. next to McDonald's and yeah. the Galleria. And then we go and watch a film. And it was just, I cannot think of being any happier. That was much more like that. I reckon, like what you'd get in America, wasn't it? The Galleria. Yeah, cinema. totally. But like, yeah, America's grew up in this shopping mall environment. Mm. We didn't have this, particularly where we lived. I mean, there, there no, were options. Us, it would be like queuing up outside in all types of weather at a cinema around the block of the cinema, waiting to go in because you couldn't like reserve a ticket. Yeah, yeah, it was. Was the Galleria was different? I think maybe that's what you're saying as well. The technology at the time that was mind blowing was to be able to like kind of reserve and pick up your ticket. Rather than kind of just wait and see, totally, totally. Did you get a seat number? I think they used to show you what was available on the screen. Yeah, but maybe they turned the screen around to show you, didn't they? They turned around. Yeah, Yeah. and but I can, and then we went once to watch. I think it was when we went to watch Jurassic Park again. What a film that was! I mean, and I was in this Italian restaurant pre. Pre, um, yeah, I'm pre, trying to remember pre, what it's pre-film. called. I can't remember. Um, a Malfi's or something. Yeah, maybe. Maybe something it is. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Maybe it was. Anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> and I saw Gaza walk past. You're joking. Remember when Gaza had long hair? Yeah. Yeah, he was because his no girlfriend way. was from Welling Garden City, wasn't she? Oh, my Cheryl, God. Cheryl. Or whatever you called. Like, Cheryl Gascoigne's from Welling Garden. Yeah. Was she? And I saw. We, and my mum was just like, that's Paul Gascoigne. And. Seeing a celebrity, <laughs> this is Hollywood. It's like what the actual fuck as a kid. Yeah. Like seeing a famous person was just unheard. I still think now it holds a certain oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. prestige to me to see it's a famous person. I'm not pretty count on one hand in real famous people that I've met or Gaza. And it was Gaza, and this was in like '92, like when Jurassic Park came out. So he was at the peak of his powers, yeah. and he just walked past, and I kind of. In my mind, I've got this kind of almost magazine picture of Gaza walking hand in hand, but probably I only caught him out the corner of my eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because by the time the penny dropped, my mum looked through the window, saw these people walking. 
pointed, he'd already walked past. But <laughs> fucking hell, seeing Gaza, yeah. Italian cinema, uh, you might as well have just killed me. I don't think my life got any better than that really moment peaked, in yeah. my life. It was the most perfect day. It was the most perfect. Because Eve ever used to eat. No, I never. Maybe occasionally we'd even go to McDonald's. Yeah, because there's a McDonald's there as yeah, well. Was a McDonald's yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. And that would be like going to a McDonald's is, was a once or twice annual thing for me. Some kids would go like nowadays. You see kids are, kids have a McDonald's every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I reckon it'd be like once a year maybe I'd have something like that. Yeah. Oh my god, though it used to be. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. <laughs> And I always used to like try and make the most of this McDonald's. I used to be like, I want the biggest burger and I want the biggest <laughs> amount of fries. Always got a Happy Meal. But I didn't know that <laughs> yeah. there was anything else available. So I didn't realise there was such goodness as a, as a, a Big Mac or a quarter pounder of cheese because I just got a Happy Meal. A cheeseburger meal, actually. A cheeseburger meal. Oh, but I was happy as hell with that. They're yeah, I don't think like, oh there's anything that actually, you possibly could else you could have had on that day that would have made it better. Maybe like throwing a... A transformer, and that's it. Perfect day. Oh, if you'd had a present, if you'd given a present that day, then he'd <laughs> explode. He's dying. <laughs> it would be too much. Yeah, that, that probably would have killed me. Yeah. <laughs> Literally with excitement. <laughs> but no, that was never going to happen. I'm never going to get a present with all that other goodness going no, on in my no. life. Yeah, but uh, and now you've amazing. got kids. Now you've got kids that literally. If their internet goes down for 30 seconds, they're probably going to have an existential <laughs> crisis in later life. <laughs> like, I was. I was easily pleased <laughs> as a child because that was something that I could I still do that now I guess go to the oh, cinema yeah, kids would go, kick up a, I mean if their bodies weren't so enfeebled from being sat in front of a screen all day they'd probably be able to do some damage to their parents fragile <laughs> mentally like <laughs> yeah. I was um, yeah, pallid complexions and yeah, it, exactly. lacking in muscle tone but yeah what are the kind of three films that come to mind when you think of oh god <laughs> not your dad's films <laughs> blank tape one blank tape two yeah. and blank tape three <laughs> but like blank you, tape without the label if you had to say kind possible. of like what was the number one film for, like top three films from your childhood like now or when I was a kid back then what was my favourite film um now now okay um it'd probably be oh, top three mm. no particular order Ghostbusters. Yeah, we had Ghostbusters from a from a TV. Because yeah. it always used to be on at Christmas time. The big blockbuster movie used to be the one they would show yeah, on yeah. Christmas Day at like 4pm. Yeah. You'd get the kind of big Hollywood release from three years ago would finally make it to TV. And it was such a big deal. Yeah. Like the newspapers would talk about it for a week, wouldn't they? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Christmas Day, Die Hard's going to be on like on terrestrial, first time on terrestrial TV. It used to be like, a, what's it called? A premiere. They used yeah, to call yeah, it a premiere, a yeah, movie yeah. premiere. Yeah, it actually say in a newspaper in like bold letters, wouldn't it? Premiere. Premiere, yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's the first time I showed it a bit, sorry. Yeah, and it'd be like, like adverts for it beforehand, and I'd really hype it up, wouldn't they? Really hype it up. They Next some... Saturday, yeah, premiere. Exactly. Nine o'clock, ITV. Yeah. The, 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 the national premiere <laughs> of Ghostbusters. Yeah. There's something about Ghostbusters. I think like because it had the song attached to it as well, is. So more than just the film, like it was always in your mind. It was kind of this catchy song. Oh, I must have watched. Like I must have watched characters thirty times. Yeah, yeah, more probably because it was again an oft-used cassette in my in my in my in my dad's recording from TV collection. But it would have been many years after it came out. It, I wouldn't have been an early adopter of these films. No, no, not the Ghostbusters. Okay, that's a good show. I think that would have that would have definitely probably now I think about I haven't been thinking an answer to my 
my answer to the question. But yeah, do you want to do one of yours? We can reveal yeah, one Yeah, okay, 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 Goonies. Goonies, right, okay, yeah. Goonies That's, is just See, like... I really like Goonies, but now more than when I was a kid. I think I only saw it once when I was a kid, but now uh, I think I, I like it I more watched than it religiously, but again, that wouldn't... Yeah, that's not in order in any, any no, order. No, no. But Goonies is amazing. Your next one? Uh, Gremlins. Gremlins. Mm. Yeah, I did love Gremlins, but that was a rental job from the from the shop when we wanted to watch it, so you wouldn't have had easy access to it. Once you own, I think are more ingrained into you because yeah, you can yeah. watch them so many times. And I think when was the last time you watched a movie, the film? Damn it, twice. <laughs> the last time I watched a film twice. Pro- well, one of the Marvel films probably. Uh, really, like, but but like it's not, it's pretty unusual it's really to unusual. rewatch a film now. But back yeah. in the day, oh no, it's constant. Yeah. Like constantly <laughs> watching it. Yeah, yeah. Summer holidays would be like watching the same film three or four times. Yeah, yeah sometimes in one day. Yeah, yeah. Like, let me, yeah, put it back on. Just rewind it and let's go again. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, Grim, Gremlins are so good. Again, like iconic characters. I don't know, just funny, a little bit scary as well. It was a good combination. Yeah, they don't yeah. really make films like that anymore. And the puppets were good, the storyline was good, the actors were good. Yeah, it good. does hold up now. It's really like really the little cool, like kind of Christmassy atmosphere as well in some bits. Yeah, yeah. kind of a Christmas film instead of Christmas. It, it, I, yeah. it is very. They were very atmospheric. Those films. Yeah. They didn't take themselves too seriously either, which no, was good. No. Yeah, Gremlins is a good shout. But again, it would have been a huge event for me to see Gremlins because it was on. Um, it was on national TV much later, um, and I don't think we ever had it recorded, so we would have been have to go to the process <laughs> through the process of renting a video to see Gremlins. Yeah, for me, like those, I think those two now I would say are still favourite films of mine. Yeah, top three films probably now still. Shame we can do that secret cinema. Uh, Ghostbusters thing. Ah, uh, yeah. I had yeah. free access. It's like online one though, wasn't it? It's yeah, like yeah it's supposed one. to be amazing. Though. Yeah, like you, you do it too. anyway. Uh, yeah, what's, a, what's another one for you then? A second one for you? Um, Star Wars. The Star Wars. OG episode four. Mm. Like, must have watched. And think about this. Like, I'm thinking, like, I'm not going to give it just a ridiculous number that, that, that just sounds impressive, but I would say 40 times. Really? Yeah. And this is me, like, and this is not an exaggeration. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I watched it a hundred times. No, yeah. literally two and a half hours times 40 <laughs> is probably the amount of times I've watched episode four. Yeah. Like within a three year period, <laughs> like I just could not get enough of it. I, I don't think, I think it's my most watched film ever. It's amazing. The thing as well with that film is that like now you talk about Star Wars, talk about a Marvel film. It's kind of a bit generic. You kind of know what it is. But at the time that was a weird film. That's like a weird independent guy, like a, a director not really done that much before. Like it was quite slow paced, it was strange atmosphere, a lot of like practical effects and stuff. But it was kind of it was, was groundbreaking at the time. Yeah, what, what, totally. If you mention totally. Star Wars now, you don't think of like groundbreaking. But then that was totally groundbreaking. An I mean, it was film, just yeah. it was just. I think what makes it great, and we've got to be really careful if we don't go down a Star Wars rabbit hole between us because we're both huge fans of Star Wars. That I think that. It just the depth of the characters was just so good and like having like I just wanted to know the stories behind every side character in the cantina I wanted to kind of get a brief glimpse of a fantastical looking alien I'd just be like I wanted to know more about it yeah yeah. but Star Wars has just had easily the biggest cultural impact in my life of any film ever yeah so that's my second one (sighs) 
See, I was thinking Star Wars, but I think now my whole Star Wars thing's kind of been tainted a little bit by the recent kind of stuff around Star Wars. I'm not, not really into as much. For me now, if uh, if I had a third film that I'd go back to, and I do still go back to this film more than any other film, I go back to maybe once a year. It's uh, Lost Boys. Ah, we went to watch that at the cinema, oh, didn't we? It holds up so well still now. As well. Yeah, we didn't have actually. It's a bit too edgy for me uh, to, for, for my parents to let us have that one. Yeah. I think recorded. Oh, I just love everything about that film. It's not really that scary, is it? Not that scary. No, no. There's a few scenes that are a little bit gory when like one of the vampires falls down from a tree, and I think it was um, Kiefer Sutherland's character. He kind of bites a guy on the bald guy on the top of his head. You don't see that much. A lot of it's more suggested. Yeah. I don't think it was like an 18. I think it was maybe 15 as well. I'm not, I think it was an 18. Or maybe it was an 18. I think it was an 18. But yeah, I think for me, it's, that film is like the soundtrack, the setting. It's gone like, I think it's... Because um, it used to be very robust. They didn't even have a 12 rating when I was growing up. I know, that, no, it's but, PG, 15, 18. That was it. But then they brought in a 12 at kind of like age 13. Yeah, yeah. After I was past 12, I'm fucking... But it was a big deal. I'm like, I'm going to be 15. I can get 15 rated <laughs> videos. And 15 rated videos might probably maybe contained boobs once or twice and had some swearing, but never the never could say cunt. Never oh, no could way. say no way. No way. <laughs> never, no never, way. nothing anywhere near as hard as that. Shit was okay, but I think they yeah. couldn't say fuck in a 15 related film, no. or maybe a couple of times, but there was a limit to the number of times. Like, it was such strictly kind of content filtered what like, you got to see. Ghostbusters was a PG, do you reckon? It has no swearing, does it? Or maybe one swear word. Maybe a shit, maybe in there somewhere. Well, I remember like, once watching Transformers, a movie which was a it's universal, a and it yeah. says shit in yeah, it. Yeah. Like, which was just, I couldn't believe that a universal movie could have a swear word in it. Mm. I was shocked. I was <laughs> frankly shocked. What was, your, what was the first one you said of your films? Because mine was Ghostbusters. That's a PG. What was Goonies was a U. That, yeah, was it a U? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. but I think someone says shit in Goonies. Maybe. Mm, I'm not sure. Gremlins yeah, was 15. they say shit in Goonies? Maybe they do. Shit. I'm sure there's, there's a scene, maybe, maybe yeah. a chunk that says it. Maybe. <laughs> um, I think Gremlins was a 15. 15, 15 for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. 15. But um, Star Wars was a U. Star Wars was a U. Yeah, was it a U? Yeah, Star Wars was a U. Because no blood universal it? for everyone. Mm. Um, but we used to have American PG... We didn't have PG-13, we just had PG, didn't we? Yeah. Which was parental guidance, which meant you could probably watch, like... And then 12 came out, which was a little bit more edgy, closer to 15 and... And was there one where... I know, because PG was parental guidance, wasn't it? Yeah, so you yeah. had to be with your mum You had to be with to your parents the film, yeah. to go and watch the film. You, anyone could go in. That doesn't school. exist at all over here in Spain. No, you can It's just recommendations, but you can... Eight-year-olds to, yeah. to the cinema. Yeah, I mean... I definitely remember hearing tales of cool parents taking kids to see 18s, like or trying to trying to smuggle them into an 18 and hope that the guy didn't kind of check. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you ever remember being age verified at cinemas to watch films? I'm just pretty sure there was times when I had to maybe even just give my date of birth or something yeah, like that maybe. to kind of like they were strict. Like Let's go and watch like a 15 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like and then 12 came. Then it was 12A. Yes, what was that? 12 adult. So you could go and watch it as long as... Age 12, but you had to have an adult with you. What's happening in that film? What the fuck? 
It's, it's twelve, and then you had to have an adult yeah. with you. It's so weird. And then, why does it matter if your parents <laughs> there anyway? Yeah, exactly. So I can like cup your ears Mind when you, I say cunt. Judging by the reaction for you and Indiana Jones, yeah. it's probably a good thing the mother was there. And my Just reaction, to pull them out when they're screaming. Oh god, yeah. I mean, thankfully, I, I only got deeply traumatized by films that were well out of my depth in terms of age, but but um, not not quite Indiana Jones. But then they edited that out themselves for me anyway. But yeah, no, there was very quite strict parental controls. What's, what's your number three? Your third one, sorry, not your number three. It's a toss-up between... I'd have to say Trading Places. Oh, really? That's a good film as well. Oh, my goodness. That was an absolute... I could quite happily sit down and watch any of these six films now. Oh, I, yeah. I could quite happily watch... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I could sit. I might actually do that now tonight and watch yeah, one of those yeah. films because sometimes I forget how good it is to watch films that you really like. Well, I think now I've got a culture of when I've seen something once, I've seen it. I don't need to re-watch it again. Mm. But when I do go back and watch films again, I'm like, shit, I should do that more often because yeah, I, re- yeah. I enjoyed these films for a reason and they're pretty deeply imprinted on me. But they're the kind of films that you just, if you're flicking through scheduled broadcasting, come on, you're going to watch it at any given stage of the film. Like, And, and I'd also kind of an honourable mention to James Bond because they used to always be on at Christmas time. And that was again, always like a family event film, wasn't it? Sunday James afternoon, Bond. that kind of thing, yeah. watching a James Bond film when it was more cheesy and less yeah. serious as he is these days. And sometimes if it was a more modern or recent one, it'd be on a little bit later, maybe like a Saturday night, and we'd kind of bring the duvets down, we'd all kind of like... Nice. Yeah, get snuggled up clothes on the on. sofa. No clothes on. <laughs> headsets on. Headsets on. Headsets. 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 All sitting there quivering. With your, with your trays of... Trays of food on your laps. Yeah. That's my image now of the, the Lord family. Oh, horrific. Absolutely horrific. But yeah, no, um, yeah, trading places. I mean, I just absolutely, I, I, I was going to say Brewster's Millions because I absolutely mm. love that as well. But, but trading places, I think, was just, and again, it was quite edgy for me. It showed boobs a couple of times because there's a party he has where this woman takes her top off and she's basically like dancing toplessly in his, his apartment. And then obviously Jamie Lee Curtis. So, Oh, I mean, wow! <laughs> this is this is a big fucking deal yeah. for a kid. Yeah. Like, and that's it's a really good. And again, it film holds up today. Like, it, they're both really, really good films. Yeah, yeah. But I did, yeah. I absolutely used to love those. Um, the classic comedies, I think. You got much more? I can I can edit this bit out. Okay, yeah, yeah. I got. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. I was going to talk about Video Plus. So yeah, one a game changer for me in the whole video home recording process was so bear in mind nothing was smart back then you'd have uh, like i remember when we got a tv that finally had teletext i was so fucking happy that i had information i was addicted to teletext it was amazing i used to i still remember 140 gaming news 201 football like you had to Mr. Biffo, what was that? That was on Channel yeah, 4. Yeah, Channel 4, 140. Yeah, yeah. That was a yeah. gaming section, which used to have like three or four static pages that used to scroll through with like updated vitality. It's quite cool technology, isn't it? Like, yeah, how did it really work? Cool. It was like the early internet. I used to get my first like music reviews and stuff. I'd well, that's when you could well. then find TV. You could, sure, you could see cinema listings on Teletext, actually. Yeah, I said that to Hannah when we were talking about it. I think there were cinema listings on Teletext. Teletext, yeah, yeah, I think there was. Yeah, yeah. I think there was, but... I used to book holidays on Teletext. Well, Teletext holidays is still a thing, I think. <laughs> oh, is it? I think it's still a website. <laughs> Teletext holidays, yeah, because that's, yeah, that's where my parents used to get some flights from Teletext holidays, because they used to be able to update quite real time uh, and yeah. like and it's always available to you you didn't have to go to and phone them up you didn't have to go and they used to be quite dynamically updated but having a tv with teletext and 
a remote control so what, was so a game was, changer. Oh, yeah, remote control as well. Not even to get up and change An the absolute yet. game changer. Because yeah. like, the first TV we had would have had like these kind of proper chunky buttons that you used to have to press... And like, I remember Channel 3 always used to get wedged. And then you'd have oh, really? to kind of, again, you'd get a knife to try and tease it back it out of it. It was an actual like, mechanical switch, wasn't it? A mechanical switch, which yeah. changed, changed the thing. Yeah, and it used to like, yeah, it was, it was a big old beast with a, with a TV. But yeah, getting a video, because we used to get the Times delivered every day. Oh, like the TV Times? No, no, the Times newspaper. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. So actually, I used to kind of read... I used to love it on Sunday because it's we fucking have the Fun Day Times inside it. What's the Fun Day Times? It's like the kids' version of the Times. It's like cartoons and comics oh, really? and stuff. Yeah, it's called the Fun Day Times. And I used to absolutely, I used to hate Sundays, but the only highlight of a Sunday was the Fun Day Times because we used to have like a paper delivered every day. Yeah. And milk delivered most days as well, like to your door. And um, I'm not sure I was going with this. TV teletext, plus. yeah, yeah. So, so that having a TV with teletext and also having this new then the tape player broke eventually we couldn't get tapes out of it or and my mum and dad had had enough and they were like right we're going to get a new video yeah and they had t video plus yeah so what was this thing because i feel like it oh sounds my familiar God. so sure. basically you'd have we'd have the time zip so this is how we knew what was on tv every day yeah and teletext would tell you what was on because for tv listings teletext was great as well because yeah, yeah. otherwise you don't have like smart tvs where you press a button and tells you what's now and next this was no no, not no. at all. <laughs> no. You used to manually have to tune each of the channels with a little wheel for each of the channels on the yeah, first TV, yeah. which you kind of like had to kind of make like, thankfully we had a really good area in our house because I meant amount of time in my life I've spent fucking about with aerials oh, to try and get the, the good TVs. signals. On the portable the TVs. The circular aerial. They're not so portable. Yeah. yeah, like they like these are the black spots in the house and channels yeah. which always used to be grainy because you never used to channel get four good... was always grainy for me that's oh, the really? best channel at late at night i think yeah. my mum and dad definitely invested well into a good area for a house because we never had issues in the main tvs They're lucky yeah euro trash never looked good for me <laughs> that's, a, that's a sad thing yeah that's a sad thing but then we got this video with video plus so you'd basically type you press the video plus button on the remote control enter the six digit number that used to be listed after the listing pre return and it would say right 8pm today for uh, one hour and a half it will record that, that automatically that is an absolute game changer yeah <laughs> absolutely we didn't have that game changer amount of films I had recorded where obviously my mum and dad had forgotten to record oh shit you press record yeah, 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 so yeah. there's a couple of minutes missing well, from it well my mum would have to like sell it about half an hour before because she just remembered so you get like the end of Coronation Street because the most film, of yeah. them had a timer didn't they that you could set you yeah, could set yeah. for the time but video plus you end at six digit and automatically know to start uh. and stop because the timer wouldn't stop, I don't think. Okay, yeah, yeah. Or maybe yeah. it would. But I quite often, so, quite don't... often, where there'd be a, a film recorded late at night, my parents have gone to bed. It would just keep continue recording. So, yeah. like, we know we get to the end of the film, and then you see what over the scheduled broadcast next at the end yeah, of the yeah, tape, yeah. for sure. Like but it was a video plus. Just do it all automatically. Start, stop. You just have to put a rewinded cassette in there. How many numbers could you put in? It would only be for one thing. You could, well, you like, could load you, it up with like a load of numbers You could do two week. or three if you had the space in your tape. Uh, of course, yeah, yeah, because the tape... Because the tape was only like maximum three hours, four hours. Occasionally, mostly three hours. Yeah. Bassof, B-A-S-F used to be the another yeah, one of the Bass, tape, yeah. tape, tape brands that we used to have. Again, an imprint into my mind, but Video Plus was just an absolute game changer. Like that was like, I mean, everything is just so easy today. Oh God, video plus but was a quantum leap forward teletext was a quantum leap forward oh yeah because yeah. suddenly you had a, a, a access to like a, a live newspaper yeah. 
and then the next quantum leap forward was was video plus and i think yeah i think pretty much everything got standardized to that in do you remember advert for it's just when you said about the the skeleton ariston yeah, the skeleton and on and on and on. And he's the skeleton people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm sure he had like glasses. So, like a hundred million, million Britons were not wrong. Yeah, Ariston on and on. And on. Yeah, <laughs> I remember those those skeletons. Yeah, but so this was yeah. I mean, this just upped our video game even even stronger. I, and I know I, if I went back to see my dad now, that videos would still be there. The videos are still there for sure in their cupboard. Nobody would have had like it. Just never needed to be superseded because yeah. it kind of lasted yeah I don't think my parents are that much into films that they needed anything more than this solution but seeing a DVD for the first time was a game changer Oh, like yeah, my friend had a PC but this was like when I was 17 what was, the, yeah, what was the first thing you watched a DVD on a Blade. PC yeah on a PC Blade was the I first one I watched as well Blade because yeah but it was amazing yeah on, a t- on, a, on my friend's PC but I would have been probably driving at that stage Oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not when you're just watching a film on a PC. <laughs> thinking, oh, fucking hell, what no, kind of rig no, did he have? No, but yeah, I, oh God, I just remembered another film. Yeah, because... Oh, the first DVD... Everyone had, a, everyone had a tape player. Nobody had a DVD no. player from my, my I had a PlayStation 2, which could play DVDs. That's the first time I ever watched a DVD. But that was a long time Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. like yeah. this is... Long VHS after, sorry, was yeah. a dominant, dominant platform for like 30 years. Yeah. Literally until yeah until something else came along, you never really considered oh this is bad quality. It's for no, it was just what it was, what and it they would have like. been grainy. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd love to see what these recordings look like now in the age of four K. They probably look like dog oh. shit. I think like but that blockbuster video that's like gone rented maybe a hundred, two hundred times. The tapes all got stretched and warped. It probably looked like shit. It probably sounded yeah. awful. But you just didn't care, did you? Yeah, no, you didn't care. But then they, after a while, these videos would get put in the, the basket bin or something like that, the, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. clearance bin, and you'd have to pick them up at low prices. <laughs> I think I actually acquired my own copy of Doppelganger. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. A well-worn Doppel- tape indeed. Doppelganger. Yeah, so there's, yeah but there, was some, like, there were some really cheesy horror films. I remember watching arachnophobia and it's scaring the oh, shit yeah. out of me John that was Goodman. a proper is that John Goodman as well yeah 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 he is isn't he he's mm. the uh, the, the exterminator exterminator but yeah. I remember that like going round to watch it at Alan's house and Alan's Alan's, Alan's stepdad was this intimidating character yeah but that's the one I think he, in my mind he looks like vanilla ice yeah, yeah I can see that I can see that but he also was quite an intimidating character. He didn't just look one. He was an intimidating oh, really? character. Yeah, there was no two ways about it. Occasionally he said hello to me and I was around there really? a lot. Oh, and if God. I had like more than a few, few it's like, oh, you're right? I'd be like, oh my God, has he spoken to me? <laughs> we're yeah. yeah, we're friends. Because yeah, like he would just be like this cold, emotionless man. Um, but I mean, not never bad, just no. just just not very engaging. And, but, majority yeah, of men were like that. Cool, cool. Pretty cool, pretty yeah. cool looking dude, tattoos and stuff. But like there's a scene in Arachnophobia where they're photographing what they think is a kind of like a, 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 one of these spiders at the beginning. Yeah. And they think it's dead and he zooms in with the camera and the camera and the spider leaps up and oh, yeah, attaches yeah, yeah. itself to the camera. And Andy shit himself. <laughs> And this is like this cool guy, this cool guy. And he was so angry with himself (laughs) because he got caught out and made to jump in this movie. He was almost like wanting to punch himself in the face because he looked, because everyone was watching it with him. He's always so cool. He jumped like... He was thinking he said, I just emasculated myself. My mate Owen did. Bill, 
that he's literally a percentage less of a man because he jumped at this scene of everyone saw, or not everyone, me and Alan and probably his brother and his mum saw it, but like this was like, wow, and he jumped. But he was then not happy, <laughs> not happy about jumping at all. But yeah, that was uh, like, it was such an event. It was such, like, there's just nothing bad about, no negative memories at all. No. Nah. About, about movies it's just one of those films fuck just one of those things that was just an ever present part and I think what we'll look to do at some point in the future is is go much deeper in some of these films because the temptation has been very much to yeah as soon as we start talking about Ghostbusters I just want to start talking about Ghostbusters yeah and I what, I, we'll, what I like about it and like yeah let, let's watch it together and then uh, we can yeah talk and do, about do some faction some details so yeah no, that, I mean it's been interesting to talk about movies in the kind of the process because it was a process it yeah. wasn't as it is today on demand it's it was very demanding to, to to actually see a film so therefore it was quite a cherished process yeah yeah and if i wasn't outside particularly before i had video games because obviously we talked in the other episode about how long it took to to <laughs> load up games and stuff so that was a bit of an event as well and the games weren't that good until you got a games console which yeah but then games console playing outside and film tv and video were the three things i would do most of yeah so, what, what else is that to do what, you're kid, and you're yeah. a kid you don't have any other responsibilities yeah. apart from go to school <laughs> so outside of those three things that's that's my life so it was probably one of the three pillars of my kind of social time yeah yeah and this which is why it's so important i'm wondering if it's so significant for kids these days People are starting to consume move films in different ways now, aren't they? And I don't think a lot of the kids that I teach probably sit down and watch films. I think a lot of the time it's like YouTube, TikTok, stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. And it's, yeah, constantly just uh, being fired at them, isn't it? I don't think uh, they don't have to wait for anything. Hmm. But uh, I mean, kids still go to the cinema with their parents. Yeah, I think that still happens. But again, it just was like... The, I remember when they opened Cineworld in Stevenage, like this is like an even better version than the Galleria and it was kind yeah. of equidistant for me to go there versus the Galleria as well. And this was like on a proper retail shopping park as well. Like, and it was just like Friday night, there was an energy in the air of the cinema because there yeah, was the like everyone was yeah. going to the cinema. <laughs> it was just alive. It was Friday yeah, at the yeah. cinema. It was just like the most sensory spectacular mm. thing the smell of popcorn it, it's just such a ritual I like I, I will go to the cinema now and I, I still 99 97% of the time I really enjoy that process even if the film's it, not so good yeah I think like being in the cinema is the ultimate way to watch a film there's no distractions like we were talking about before yeah exactly you do enjoy it that much more I, I don't know how many times recently I've kind of been raving about a film that's probably pretty subpar to people on their, on their WhatsApp group just because I've been to the cinema to watch it yeah like, the, oh surprise I really really enjoy that film actually yeah it's just yeah, not the same as watching the, it at home and being in the cinema is, is, is such an event so yeah anyway that's a, that was an interesting that was an interesting subject yeah because it really did remind me of how much of a process it was and, and why it's different today yeah, I might go and watch one of our top three or six that we came up with earlier this weekend, I think. I might I might do that tonight. So Ghostbusters. Yeah. What were your top threes? You can always drop us a note on our new social channels. I finally opened up an Instagram account, High Nostalgiatron. Um also Twitter, High Nostalgiatron. We've got the website, nostalgiatron.com. So there's a lot of stuff going down. Yeah. 
Lots Check of us stuff out. going down. Busy, a busy little bee socially. <laughs> There's one post on the Instagram account at this point, but I want to do some stuff on that very soon. Um, and yeah, if you've got any feedback or, or, or thoughts for future episodes that you'd like us to discuss, please do let us know. Yeah. See you next time. Cheers. Bye. Thank you.